just go. Yes, yes, everybody. This is the uh, we're off topic. Oh, I didn't even post it. Oh, I did post it. <laughs> we're off topic episode four. Um, I'm back this week after my failure. So, four is this episode four. Uh, we're off topic episode four. Oh, shit. this is episode four. Why have you called it episode three? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no, I can edit it in, in real time. Episode four. It is episode four, isn't it? This is episode four. Some start this. Who's <laughs> four, four including the pilot, isn't he? So yeah. It's not. No. It's three. Oh, is it three? Oh, sorry. Right, I know. Everyone, this is episode three of the podcast. Um, we're all back together, all four of us. I'm hosting this week. Off to a fucking great start, as you can see. Um, we've got my friend John, we've got Dom, and we've got Max. <laughs> and it's an international international break special episode this. So we'll go over last weekend's um, fixtures, but we're not going to like review next week's fixtures because we don't give a fuck about England and shit like that. So we're just going to go straight into our all-time Premier League 11. It's sort of like a favourite slash um, best. I would say best, but like I think... We said favourite just so it like suits John because he's uh he's definitely gonna have a few Everton players in there. So we'll start with uh, as I scroll up on my phone to the agenda. We're gonna Rob start Star. with what are you saying? Rob. <laughs> what are you saying, Rob? Who's put something? I can't see the chat, hang on. Oh yeah, I haven't got the chat actually right there. Max definitely cares about England. Yeah, no, he does, <laughs> but, but we don't. Uh where's the agenda for this week? <laughs> This is terrible. You wrote it. Come on, Max. Back together. Oh, sorry, sorry, guys. This is my fault. Yeah, it's episode four as well. Right, right, right. right. Sorry, boys. So let's go. Right, I know I've got, I've got it. I've got the agenda now. So this week's results. So the first game we're going to go with is Wolves two one Tottenham. Um, and we'll start with Max. Yeah, I mean, it was it was the bubble waiting to burst, wasn't it, with Tottenham? And um, and it came. It looked like it was going very well for them. Brennan Johnson, after three minutes, getting on the score sheet, it was all going well. And Wolves, to be fair, I think a lot of people were writing them off at the start of the season. Um, a lot of people were saying that they could likely go down. Woogs, you were saying, bet against anyone with Gary O'Neill. But he, he really looks to galvanise them of late. And, yeah, they were peppering Tottenham second half. It was actually a really good game. Loads going on. Lots of chances on both ends. Good saves from both keepers. And, I mean, the the oh, I've been thinking about the goal, the, the Sarabia goal. It's a, it's a throwback of a goal, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's so good. It's like something Van Basten would have done back in the day, you'd imagine. Just like the touch, to almost kill it dead in, in mid-air. And then, uh, and then to volley it, absolutely loved it. And then to get the I've second. I've actually seen that goal and I thought it was sick. Because at so first good. I thought it was an half volley, but it's a full volley, isn't it? Yeah. Fucking absolutely sick goal. No, I love oh, it. It's just, it's just brilliant goal. So what we're we saying? Are we actually all saying that the bubbles burst with Tottenham, or are they going to still have a good season, or what we're we saying? Fifth. <laughs> are we saying Chelsea? Chelsea going to sneak in there above them? Yeah, oh, I don't know. It's my they're out for a while, aren't they? Like at least Christmas. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, at least New Year, so. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that would have been a good win that away from home. Stop oh, no, the stand, 
I think everybody said, um, I think a lot of people have said, like on Twitter and stuff, the things I've been saying is that once Madison got injured, they'd struggle. Or Madison or Son, if either Madison or Son got injured or whatever, they, they would struggle. And obviously the worst that happened there, Madison's out for a few, mm. he's out for a couple of months, isn't he? Yeah. January? Yeah. So, January. So, January. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I do I'm think they'll I, I think... I think they would have struggled regardless because if you look at that, someone, I said something about Tottenham and someone like, I think it was an Arsenal fan to be honest. Well, it was an Arsenal fan actually, and I think about it, alerted me to the fix, the, the people they'd played. And they'd played shit. They beat, mm. they beat us 2-1, but the game was just fucking ridiculous. And they hadn't actually played any good sides. They played terrible sides. So I think their position was a bit misleading to where they were anyway. Uh, but I, I, I think that, I don't know. I think I still, I know it sounds ridiculous because when Chelsea was up against... Uh, when Chelsea was up against City, I like said, "Oh, like who was laughing at me about them?" And then I looked at the league table, and they were still eight points behind top four. But I still maintain I think Chelsea are going to finish fourth. Mm. I, I really do think Chelsea are going to finish fourth. Yeah, I, do, I think with Tottenham, I mean, going back to them, they've been killed with those injuries, and they've and and with some of them being long termers. I don't know if the players coming in are just of no replacement to like Van der Ven to be replaced by Dyer. It's just, like, it's just not it. And then, I'd say you don't get top four with Eric Dyer at the back, but we got top four with Nath Phillips. So, yeah, <laughs> but that was a bit different when we had, we didn't we had a decent team. Like yeah. Eric Dyer to me is, is has always been terrible. Then when he yeah. signed, it, then when he signed, and the whole thing was like, oh, he speaks Portuguese, and it's like, yeah. oh, Portuguese, midfielder as well at first. Yeah. I think Mourinho well, loved yeah. him didn't he? because he's a bit of a yard dog and he's a bit of a cunt. So I think Mourinho loved him, but he's a he's a bad bad player. What is he, did he did he sign a new deal recently as well? Or is he on on the tail? Some big money. They're trying to get rid of him. I think he's one of them. They just can't get rid of because of the money. Yeah, yeah. Well, how, how are you going to get rid of him? He's definitely going to see his contract out. Yeah, yeah, you know. Right, should we move on now? Arsenal, Burnley. Arsenal two, Burnley one. I should have really gone to Max. Don't know why I went to Tottenham with Max. Or oh, was it free? Yeah. yeah. I am the worst not, host of all time. You're not good with your freeze, are you? No, I'm not good with my freeze. All right, mate, chill out. Right, we'll go. I'll tell you what, we'll go to Dom. So, the question about this game was more about Burnley than it was about Arsenal. I think we've already spoken about Arsenal's title challenge. We've already spoken about Arteta and stuff. So, I want a more deep dive into Burnley. Do you think Burnley will panic and sack company? And do you think they'll go down? No, I think you've, what you've got with Burnley is you've got similar situation to Blackpool a few years ago when they come up. Smashing, you're playing brilliant football for Burnley and Blackpool. Blackpool were playing brilliant football for Blackpool. They won't change the ways. They'll go back down and you'll see them up again. I think it'll that, that they'll be the late, the late Norwich, and you've absolutely fucked the screen up by putting that chat up there. I do that. I can't, I can't see past them going down, and I don't think they'll sack him either. I, I don't think they will. So you um, think they'll go down and keep him? Yeah, and then just come back up. Yeah, I think that's, that's. I think I think they've spent too. Like, do you know the way Norwich? I know they have sacked a few managers in the past, but they don't seem to really mind getting relegated because their model is upgrade the facilities. Do like have a their training ground is ridiculous for the championship. Championship as well. Yeah. They're not really interested in staying up or gambling. Burnley have spent far too. I know I did that video where I said Burnley have just seemed to have chucked it in, and then I got about fifteen people replying <laughs> saying Burnley have spent all this money. It's about hundred and twenty million. Like that's I didn't realise that. On what? On who? What? Like, yeah. What have they got to show? 
How did I go and bought that? I kind of because I support because I support because I've got a lot of mates who support Bolton. But uh, how have they gone and bought Bolton's number one from last year was on loan, and he's their number one. He's a kid who's only ever experienced his League One, and he's the number one in the Premier League. That James Trafford guy. He I must just be like, on a big wage, and he must have got promises in his contract that he's the starting keeper. Um, I think Max has just said there, um, Sanderberg. He didn't yeah. cost much though, did he? I think he was like twenty mil, something like that, twenty five. Was he? Yeah. Is that like that's not the ginger cuffs, is it? Is he the big sentiment? Yeah, we were linked with him. I thought he got in for about four million off Sheffield. No, I think he was quite a lot. Unless someone in the in the chat can correct me. Even still, he's I think he's signed. I think he's signed players that'll give them a fighting chance, but he knows that that team will go down and come back up. Now, we mentioned it last week, and I think if they get Danny Ings in January. They've got every shout. Um, oh, is that, think, is that what's rumoured? Yeah, well, we, we said it last week. If, if <laughs> Listen, he's a goal scorer. They play haven't really got a goal scorer right it, now. And he think, play seven games. Yeah, but seven games, he'll still get goals. And they need goals, the shite. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if he goes there again because there's nowhere else for him. He's sitting on West Ham's bench behind fucking Michael Antonio, for God's sake. He's done well for himself, though, hasn't he, since he left us, like in terms of getting decent moves. So if you think big wages, what players get what is it 10 15 percent of what the fee is? Yeah. And he's gone for a couple of good feet. I was surprised when Southampton got rid of him to Villa. Well, it, well, it was his it's injuries, isn't it? I think it's, yeah, it's, yeah. A bit of a, it's a bit of a lottery with him, but that season and a half for Southampton, he was unbelievable. No, he was, he was very good. He so good, good. And he wasn't even really a, like a penalty. So good. Do you reckon company had stayed? If they got relegated, I feel yeah. like someone will take a punt on him in Europe or something. He'd have to, but he was shocking at Andalek, so why would he get a better <laughs> job? Like, he was, he was looking to get the ball all the time, wasn't it? Coming into this season, everyone was saying he's a new, exciting manager. Him, I didn't think it, but people no. said it in the media and stuff. He could get when a he linked with Tottenham, yeah, exactly. He's linked with these teams because Burnley were playing great footy, so yeah, but you always get a team in the championship that just walk the championship, and, they, and there's been there's been really bad sides who've got. 90 plus points or 80 high high 80 points in the championship i like the championship i think it's a really good league i enjoy i don't watch it but i enjoy keeping an eye on it but there's always teams that like walk the championship that are not good and i don't know how good his burnley side was in terms of like how well they did in the championship i know they got did they get 100 points in the end they were ridiculous they absolutely were yeah, no, they were. The I think they got, really good as well did they get 100 points i don't know I know they yeah, pissed her. Uh, I'm pretty yeah, sure they got. I'm pretty sure they won the last game. Someone in the chat. We need this one. Didn't they do it at Blackburn? Didn't they break? I think they got a hundred points. Five. Like I said, there's been bad championship sides that have come up who did well in the championship. Norwich have done it for years. West Brom used to be up and down all the time. But I don't think Burnley. Even though I said that originally, I don't think Burnley Burnley owners have chucked like have chucked it. I don't think they just. I just don't. I just don't think they'll let company just. Do be as bad as they are all season. Does that make sense? Like they are really bad. Like they're really, really bad. And I've sort of ended up following some lad called Ryan on Twitter, who's like a Burnley fan. I think he's like a journalist as well, kind of. Yes, Chris. I think he's like a kind of journalist guy. Um, and he tweets like sensical things about Burnley. Like says that the Burnley fans don't want company gone, but they are like really, really unhappy with it. Because they are getting beat by they get beat by bad sides. They're losing a lot. I've, I've just set a record for losing a certain amount of games at home as well. Yeah, I think. Sure, I think they're they're all they're and they're American. And the owners American. I always find that. Like, I always feel like yeah. American owners are always a bit more trigger happy because you, you can't. You can't. Um, like they were preaching about how bad the football was, and they were happy to stay in the Premier League under Dyche, whatever. 
Daesh went. They've gone for this new approach, but it obviously doesn't work for them. It's as simple as that. The um, the first and foremost, they need to get points on the table, and I don't think they're going to with them. I just can't see them sacking them. What's happened here? <laughs> you stay there with my thoughts all off now. I think they'll sack him as well in the end. I think they want to stay up. Yeah. Yeah, just because he sat Dice in the end because he wanted to stay up and it was just they want they want to try stuff. That's why they spent so much money in January in the summer. So I don't think it'll make any difference to be fair to them. Oh they're still Burnley though, aren't they? Still Burnley and they're still going down regardless because they're not yeah. very good. I don't know any of the players, you know. Watching the Everton game last week, we passed at them, didn't know any of the players except Sander Berg, really. And he's a he's just a yard dog, really, and big fella in the middle. I'm fucked here, you know, guys. I don't know how to get this back on, by the way. Like, literally, don't know how to get the camera back on. Oh my god, look at that comment. But we're so not on the No, I've been a shocking host here. I can't even deny it. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. What's going on? This is What's the thing. We we'll we'll All right, go on. So I'll tell you what, I'll move us on to the next thing. So we're going to go Palace 2, Everton 3. How, how high can Everton finish? And why was I so right about Daesh? And we'll obviously pass this to our resident <laughs> blue, Mr. <laughs> um, how high can we finish? I don't know how many points off we are, but I reckon 12 and onwards we can finish. <laughs> I don't reckon that and um, I'm not gonna go as high as tenth because it's a bit premature still. Uh, I, I wouldn't rule out. Well, I know I, I wouldn't, wouldn't rule out, but I just saying it because I don't think you can rule out the relegation fight still. We've been a bad team yeah. for two years, so four games doesn't change everything. I, listen, I'm watching the I'm watching us on the pitch. We don't look like anything like a relegation team anymore. I never think we're gonna lose right. a game at the minute. It's mad unless we're playing City, Liverpool, Arsenal away. I don't think we'll get beat. They don't matter though, do they? Them, them games, oh, yeah. it sounds daft, but them games don't matter to you right no, now. No, no, they don't. And that's all I mean. Like, I'm going into every game. Like, the last few seasons, we play anyone away. Like, Palace away, I think, probably get beat 1 0. Now I'm thinking, and I'm watching the game, and we don't lose this game in a million years. There's just so much the yeah. team. The resolution, they play direct, fast footy. They go for it. It's good. It's good to watch. We're flying. I think I've, I've seen an interview with Dice as well, though. Yeah. I can't remember who it was with. It was last week or something, and he says it was about. Andy Gray, I think. Was it? Yeah. yeah. And people, he said, like, people mistake when I say direct. What I want to play like direct. I want to play quick football and I want to get it to the front as quick as possible. You haven't been able to see that. And now you can see it. He's actually getting results from it. All he means is we don't we don't mess about with the ball anywhere that's in our half. It doesn't happen. Once we get into their half, we play nice footy half the time. Mm. But we've, got, we've got good footballers in midfield and a striker who can hold it up and can play. He does a bit of everything, Dom. And it's a solid team at the minute. Hopefully, no injuries. Like, Bramfweight was meant to be eight on the weekend. And with that, as soon as I heard that, and Key might have been playing, I thought we'd probably get beat. <laughs> That's so, but one centre half injury away from being in trouble, one Calvert Lewin injury away from. To be fair, Beth Open put a shift in, but. Can't also, he? He's a cart horse, but he's an idiot. <laughs> we still lump it up to him, and then we can play. So it's better than what we've had in the past. Better than what we've had in the past. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, twelve and onwards for me. Idrissa Gay was Listen, the winner. If we finish fourteen for so, I'm I'd be fine with that as well because it's the first season of that being a bit stable. <laughs> right. Yes, guys, I'm back in the room. I'm to get rid of this shit webcam that I fucking thought was the fucking bee's knees. Though what a garbage piece of shit that was. <laughs> Sorry about it. Look, we've got more. What's going oh. on here? Why is everyone leaving? I've not done that. 
This is fucking terrible, by the way. Sorry, everyone. I'm the worst host of all Don't time. me out today. Listen, we'll have Max hosting every single week from now on. This is me. Yeah, Sorry, Get Max back. Yeah, get Max back. Right, anyway, that, that was an absolutely amazing analysis on Everton. Listen, no, I, said, <laughs> I don't want to move. I don't want to move Everton. I was fucking right about Everton and Dash. Was I not right? Massively. Yeah, right. a little bit, but it's still, it's still a bit early. No, it's not. I think you'll finish easily between... 13th and 10th, which is a good yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. Three that's, that's, that's where, that's where it's what I said about Everton when he took over, this was last season when you were struggling, when you just about stayed <laughs> up. So it's not, this is not like new news. I said, you've got anything to avoid talking about the games. Danny. I, watched, Danny, I haven't watched a single game all weekend. <laughs> I haven't watched a second before. I watched Chelsea until Sterling scored and turned it off. So there's no denying it. But anyway, back to my me being right. I said, Two two years for two seasons you'll get dice finishing <laughs> mid table and then, then everyone <laughs> Oh he's back <laughs> <laughs> Yes Lou Right anyway <laughs> I said <laughs> you'll have two seasons of finishing mid table over dice and this first season you'll accept it and then you'll be buzzing because of how shit you've been and then next year you'll do it again. And then the season after that, you'll get to about December where you're still like 12th, 11th, and then you'll turn on him because you'll start thinking that you're better than him again. You'll get rid of him. And you know what? You, unless you, I don't know, Everton not like a good proposition for a decent owner to come in and buy if, you, if you've if you got the new stadium and your mid-table. Uh, hopefully, yeah. But with the dice thing there, I know what you're saying. In past years, we definitely got bored and fed up of being... Yeah. We got fed up of being normal after Martinez. That was good for the season, but... I honestly think we're all, we've all been that scared for two years that we'll just let Dice have us 10 for 10 years now. No, not for, not for I don't. Usually, you're not. Oh, he's again. All it takes is Everton spending a decent amount of money one summer and, the, and the, the hope and the expectation just goes through the roof again. That's the problem with Everton. That's, that's the problem with using someone like Fulham is you spend just enough every summer to be like, for the hope to kill you, and that's why I think yeah, not, you get not so like, Obviously, not because you're skint on you in the minute, but you're not, you're not going to you're not going to be skint forever. Somebody will come and buy Everton. Everton, if you've got if you've got a big, uh, brand new stadium, and you're like obviously the last couple of years it's been a bit touch and go if you will even be in the Premier League and look, dropping out the Premier League financially is like a, it can be a kill, it'd be a killer for someone a club of your size with your running costs. I know. That's nice. You're a big club and you've got a decent oh, club. No, a decent a decent sized club with massive running costs going down to the yeah. championship would cripple you. If someone like Bournemouth went down, it's not the end of the world, is it really? Yeah, yeah. If you went down, it'd be, it'd be it'd be terrible for you. So now that if you if Dice can get you as an established proper Premier League club with a new stadium, a good new stadium, that's a massive proposition for a, for a, owners to come in. Not these fucking idiots from wherever they're from, Miami or whatever it is, these 777 or what yeah, is this? Yeah, no, I don't want that. Like a proper owner. So surely you would be all right. But I think Everton just by default, Everton fans by default just get bored of being mediocre. It is boring though, isn't it? I remember when oh, we, oh, used, shit. To, I'd when we be... used to finish seventh every year, I used to say, because obviously you're competing for Europe, I'd be saying, Imagine being like a Blackburn who will come and play a team every year. Yeah. I, said, I wouldn't even want to watch footy, and now I have to watch it every week. So, Although what they um, did as well, they did the same. They got bored of finishing 13th. Yeah, so yeah, I know yeah. got Steve Keenan, and now they're fucked. I used to think it's It's a dangerous I mean, game, being bored. Anyway, we'll move to the next one. I'm reading too, uh, reading too much of the chat there. Listen, I'll get better a horse, and this is, a, this is a rusty horse. Do you know what I mean? I was the first horse 
and I've had to take four weeks off. Max stole my horse last week, so listen, we'll get back to it. Anyway, the big... Oh, no, Bournemouth. We're going to Bournemouth 2, Newcastle nil. I'll go with this one. Is Europe going to wreak havoc on, uh, havoc on Newcastle season? So, how entitled are Newcastle fans that argument that's like gone yeah. viral with Trippier? They finished, oh, yeah. they finished top four last season. Yeah. They've just lost to Dortmund midweek in the Champions League away, so they've just got one of the trips of the lifetime because Dortmund is an... I know, obviously, John, you've never been, but at, Dortmund is an absolutely unbelievable city here. One of the best in Europe. And then they're kicking off because they've lost to Bournemouth. Good, we lost to Bournemouth last season. Like Decent sides will go to Bournemouth and lose. I don't know what yeah. this new manager is all about, but decent sides will lose to Bournemouth. Have you seen the team they played as well? Newcastle? Yeah, but look at their full strength. They've got a lot of injuries as well. Also, why is Trippier... What is going on with this? Why is Trippier... I've not done that. It lagged you out. Why is Trippier... Going over and arguing with the Newcastle fans, why is he bothering? And why are they so like like entitled about losing to Bournemouth when they get that? Like, I, I said in episode one, Eddie, I won't make Christmas, and I'm still convinced. I think I think they like Eddie Howe too much to get him sacked, and I think that's what the I said. Well, it doesn't matter if the fans like him; it's the owners. They see that oh, they're starting to drop. They're starting to drop down in the league. They're also struggling. I wouldn't say struggling, to be fair, actually. Had a couple of bad results, which is no shame in, in Europe. If they start dropping down the league and they don't look like they're getting through to the next round of the Champions League, their owners will fire the bullet, trust me. Yeah, no, I do think... I I do agree with that in terms of their owners are definitely... I think with these projects, you have stop gaps, don't you? So you have managers that come in when you need them. They needed someone to keep them up at the time because they, they were not in serious trouble because there was enough of the season left, but... When Eddie Howe took over, they were like struggling. There was quite a drift, weren't they? So bottom? I think they were bottom behind the Bruce. They, they, they had one of the worst points totals at Christmas. And then yeah, no, like I think, I think, I think they were bottom. Win, but... It's like with Villa, with, with uh, City, how they had, they had Mark Hughes. They went to, who, who was before Mark Hughes? Who, who had the money first? Was it Sven? <laughs> to, uh, to quote uh, Kieran Trippier, how many injuries have they had, though? So they have many. got a lot of injuries. Personality of fucking gambling addict addiction. Johnny, I think the same, by the way. I know there's other people who disagree with what I'm saying, but I've thought this for a while. I just think the patience, regardless of how long you think he's got, it's all right being a fan. But if you're a Saudi Arabian fucking owner, you don't give a fuck what anyone else thinks, mate. You just want results. So, yeah, I, I agree to disagree on that one. Why? I think as soon as they start dropping down the league and then out of Europe, he's gone. So this season, yeah, I I think I think the the most the easiest way to get rid of a manager and the most way managers going is by fans turning them. And I don't I know it's different when you've got the Saudi money and when you've got oil money and stuff. That's because the they, yeah, it is. It is. It's not like Americans sacking someone. But I no, think I, genuinely, I think the difference is there's that much money involved. Okay, it might not mean a lot to them because of how much money they've got, but they also don't want to see their project failing. So. I think, personally, I, I've seen Johnny say it, I think Conte, Mourinho, someone's in next. And I don't know whether that'll be the end of the season. I don't think Christmas, Christmas might be a bit. They'll definitely get Mourinho. I reckon that'd be an awful decision, me. I do. But they want, they want that name, don't they? They want that name. They want, they want to bring all the eyes on Newcastle. No disrespect to Eddie Howe, but he's not going to bring the best players in the world, is he? 
Yeah, you need someone. If you so, if David Mourinho, he's a perfect, he's a perfect thing for what they for the like the next step in their evolution because he's not going to be there in three years. He's not interested in a project longer than three years. But the players, I know he's a bit finished. But if you've got unlimited money, unlimited transfer fees, and Mourinho, that's perfect isn't it, for to sign the players that you need because obviously they're not. I think they did quite well when when they came in and they signed like Trippier and stuff. I think they did well to not. To not jump up, do you know? Like, do you know, City bought Adebayor and sh- uh, bought Sean Wright for it's back from Chelsea. So instead of just trying and Rubinho, instead of just trying to go in straight away and buy like, top, yeah, you have to you have to get the players that get you to top four before you try and buy the players that get you to win the league. They so, got their signings. Newcastle or City? Newcastle. Oh no, they did. Yeah, they did. They did they've done really well. And then if you look in the summer, I know Tanal that worked out because of the banning ban that, but the players they signed in the summer were. The next level, the next level of players, just past probably players that you would say are just a bit better than you know finishing fourth. But I'd say they're another team that haven't got a striker. They're a bit like Chelsea, who they spent all this money and then have they got an out and out twenty goal a season Premier League striker? Newcastle. Yeah. Isak. Yeah, t- two of them. <laughs> yeah. Isak. Isak and who? Callum Wilson. Callum Wilson. Callum Wilson. Has Callum Wilson ever scored twenty goals in the Premier League while you're playing twenty years? games? Like exactly. He hasn't, he hasn't got the fitness for it, has he? Yeah, so exactly. So, nah. no matter how good he is, it's the same as Callum fucking Wilson. Wilson. DLC. Wilson's not a top four, so no, like, exactly. How have I just been sort of like mocked about saying I that? Think, no. I think he's got 20 goals. Now. Has he ever scored 20 goals in the Premier League or in any league? How long has he been here? 12 months. But has he, when, when, when has he ever scored 20 goals ever? I'm going to Google him right now. He scored 18 last year. Like well, let's have a look at Isak, right? So I, think, I definitely scored. think he's got it in him. But again, he, he seems to be scoring. The highest goal scoring season is seventeen goals. He scored ten last season, so no, they he, haven't got twenty goals. Season, ten last season. He scored ten in the Premier League last season. No, that's wrong. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> no, I'm not having that. It was more than that. Five. But it wasn't because I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> not, only was, not only was it 10 in the Premier League, it was 10 in all competitions. So he's dog shit, first of all. That's not true. Weren't he out for a long time last I'm season? Not, I'm not fucking lying to you. I'm reading it. Right like, what the fuck? 10 goals. Did they get him in January? Or have I just made that up? Doesn't matter when they got him. He scored 10 fucking goals in all competitions. Nice so they got, I, think they got, I think they got him in January. Stash so John. Probably the best second striker in the league. 17 yeah, goals last been. season in the Prem. No, he never. He did. I'm reading it. That's all together. No, it isn't. Isak. No, no, Callum yeah, Wilson. He was oh, injured from August to January. That's why you thought you were talking about. When I started this, let's just let me just break this down for one second. When I started this by saying Newcastle don't have a 20 goal a season striker, and you two went, they've got two, and then named me one who scored 10 and one who scored 17. So I was right <laughs> when I said, I haven't got a 20 goal season. Not misquoting. That's what you both said. You literally said they've got two. They haven't got Max, one. He's got two. I said, Isa, Callum Wilson has got goals in him. He hasn't got 20 games in him, I said. So they haven't got a 20-goal season striker. Just, just I, to confirm, I think, right. I think so, get a season. I said, same as Newcastle, like Chelsea, they haven't got a 20-goal <clears> season striker, which I think you need to comp- uh, competitively and repetitively finish in the top four. So I was right. Thank you, guys. We're going to move on to the next one, now. I'll let you have it just because of the shambles of a fucking hoodie. <laughs> It's a snooty, actually, and it's the warmest thing. Do you know it's that warm and it's too warm? I'm fucking sweating my head off here. And I'm thinking about opening What is it, it Harry Potter? I wish he put a fucking spell on you to get rid of it. It's kind of like Harry Potter, but I think it's like Harry Potter, like, it, like I don't know, like... Anime? 
That's meant to be Hermione Granger, so it was a tenner at the end of the day. I think <laughs> it was Right, anyway, I was gonna go. We was gonna go to Liverpool game, and then we was gonna go to the Chelsea game. But because we've got Aaron in already, we're gonna go to the Chelsea game uh, because he's our resident City fan. So Chelsea City four four. The talking points of this are obviously the free game. Can either team defend? Um, what, what was that laugh about? Then someone laughed. Can either either uh, can either team defend? And the main talking point is: is Cole Palmer dog shit or is he good? And do you know what it was when I sent that tweet saying he was overhyped. It was like a bit of like a horrible thing for me because the only people backing me up were City fans who don't want to admit that they obviously sold <laughs> on the cheap. But listen, I'll take what comes. So we're going to get Aaron in now, who's going to obviously discuss the game and tell us about City season. Here he is. Oh, that's a horrendous thing, isn't it? How do we fucking talk about it? Yes. How are we doing, mate? Is you all right? <laughs> it's got to be something better than oh, that. He sounds. I think he'd sort this <laughs> fucking screen out, mate. Yeah, That'll do. I'll just go over the side of the bar. <laughs> Right, go on, Aaron. Sorry, mate. What, yeah, was, yeah. So, what we're saying about the, the game is Chelsea. All right, anyway. Yeah, we're all yeah. right. How are you, mate? I mean, when I, now it's been a couple of days there now looking back at the game from a like a neutral perspective. Like you can't argue that's probably is the most entertaining entertaining game in the Premier League so far. But fucking from a city perspective, like the manner of the, which the game went, I thought it was a bit. You know, it's a frustrating looking back on it, and it conceded a penalty in the ninety fifth minute there to. You know, after we've gone up 4-3 late on, that was frustrating. I'm pretty much looking, like, re-watching the highlights before, uh, just going over it again. Every goal, I'm looking at it thinking, you know, there's, there's some out there are mistakes self-inflicted that have caused, like, the goal you've got. Thiago Silva from the first one running at the near post, pretty much unmarked. Then for the second goal, you know, the mistake by Guardiol, which, you know, it is a proper shitter. Like, the mistake, it is terrible. But um, and then even the third one as well, obviously, give it away. Um, I can't who was the third goal again there, boys. It's, my mind's gone monk there. Was it not? Oh, uh, Nicholas Jackson, that was it. It yeah, was, um, sorry, yeah, it was Edison there. He's parried the ball out and it's gone absolutely, you know, straight in the center. It could have gone pushed out to the left, cleared it, and then he's tapped in. Oh, and then obviously, giving well, away the penalty like that, he has. <laughs> I'd say the last year or so, me, his shot stopping, which is obviously the worst part of his game, has been miles better. Like, there was a few instances, especially in, like the FA Cup final Champions League, where he's made some big savings, some big moments. So, I love Edison, me, but you know, he does have that mistake in him. But you know, it's just one of them, I mean, it's part and parcel. I'd rather have him as he is with that odd mistake that you're going to get than, than not. I want to just you know. say that I never ever said Palmer is better than any city forwards on the live chat in there. So Danny Galloway <laughs> never said that. Right. And what are you saying about what are you saying about Cole Palmer? Because I've only ever seen him in like I know it's hard. I know it's hard to look good in 15, 20 yeah. minute campos or league cup games. I've only ever seen it. That's seen the him thing, in it. And he's always been dog shit. It's always that's the thing with these cameo appearances that he's obviously getting with City. It's hard for him to showcase what he's about, really. But I thought that first year when he broke in not last season, the season before, he broke through and he was having these 10, 15-minute cameos or 90 minutes in the early rounds in the Carabao Cup. And I was thinking, you know, we've got a player here, another academy prospect who could be as good as Foden or could go on to that sort of level. And then last season, he's just, in the small opportunities that he did get, he just didn't progress whatsoever. Like, there was a lot of frustrated fans with him last year. He just wasn't really, just wanted to see him develop more, thinking he could take on a bigger role. But when he did get the opportunity, he never 
really stepped up, like never had any big moments mm. last year. But then, so I've got into the summer thinking, you know, a loan move's probably the best move. And then you watch him at the under-21s, and I thought he had a big tournament, to be honest. Obviously, he had that free kick, didn't he, which deflected uh, not seen the under in the final. And then, well, after that, he, he managed to get 90 minutes in against Sevilla in the um, in the Super Cup, scored in that as well. And I was thinking, he's actually made a decent start to the season here. Maybe he could go on to have a bit of a bigger part to play in City team this year. Then, obviously, all you, before you know it, he's off to Chelsea. And I thought at the time, 40 million is a ridiculous, ridiculous amount of money for him. Obviously, you're buying on potential. Like, what would you say? Like, you have all seen clips of Parvin out, what you say, 40 million? I, I, I just do rate that goal. And if he, as well as, I don't know as well as he's playing because I've not seen him play, but if he doesn't score four penalties, nobody is telling, I promise you, no one's talking about him playing well. So if, he, if he's not I, on penalties, if Sterling's on penalties, I agree him. with that. But if you look at some of the penalties that he has taken, like if he's against City, I don't want to get his Arsenal as well. It's, it's showing his composure, you know, technically, is no, a player with the ball at his Absolutely. feet. He is creative, you know, and he, he has actually impressed me at Chelsea more so than he ever did at City, if I'm being honest. But I feel like he would always impress you at somewhere if, he, if he's just getting a run of games anywhere. Like, yeah. I don't know, I just, I just think, mate, listen, it's obviously far too early to... to, to He's only 21. Yeah, he's a young kid and he's playing well. Yeah, like he's obviously he's got his he got his England call up this week, did he? But like in would you say he's been much better than Anthony Gordon or someone who's a similar forward player this year to justify the call up over them? Because I wouldn't well, say that he's been a lot better than Anthony Gordon's had a good he's year. Not, he's, just on penalties. he's just on penalties, that's it. He's that's not, what I mean. So really if you're right, if you do take if you do take the penalties away, then maybe you're right, he won't be getting all this attention, but at the end of the day, he's on the penalties for a reason and he's showing the composure and he's not missed one yet at the same time. So, fair I, play I, to the lad. Like, I don't think his ceiling is is very high. I don't think his, his potential is like unlimited. I think he's got a bit of a capped ceiling, but I think he could go on to have a career similar to sort of like Mal Madison is at the moment and be creative for one of the top clubs. And where I don't he think play? he's ever going to be one of England's <laughs> best, best players, but you know. He's, he's Where does he play? The... He's like right winger or centre attacking. Yeah, he played. Yeah. He played right. He's playing right wing. No, for Chelsea. Surely he's not fast enough to be a. Uh, no, he's playing right wing for Chelsea. Only but you, you think that? Though, if you look at, if you look at City, our best wingers are, uh, but Bernardo's probably our best winger really, and he's not got much pace at all. Bernardo Silva's not a winger. Is Bernardo Silva a winger? No, mate, he's a right winger. I've seen him play defensively. He's played probably seventy of his games at right wing for Sitter. Do you think um, Cole Palmer? Have you seen him in post-match press conferences? He's uh, he's quite he's quite weird, isn't he? he just seems to be like he's quite yeah, confrontational he with. Can you believe he's mixed race? Is he? His dad's, his dad's very say, black. I've just actually googled. No, it's his, his granddad, isn't it? His granddad's like fully Jamaican or something. His granddad's fully Jamaican, but his dad's black. His dad's blacker than me. Yeah, I'm me and I honestly thought they were taking the piss. Someone said he's mixed race, and I'm like, Oh, yeah, I bet he's fucking. Have you heard the way he speaks, though? Yeah, soon coming, all that shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's mixed race. Watch, I'll show you a picture of his dad now. It's fucking unbelievable. So, yeah, he is. He is like a proper, um, yeah, full mixed race. Like, he's great. He took a picture and uploaded it with his granddad the other day. And, uh, granddad. That's yeah, his granddad. That's the picture was on about exactly. Yeah, he's black. A real OG, as Cole Palmer says. And then look at his dad. 
Don't forget his dad looks like Richarlison. <laughs> For being on Richarlison, like a baby. I'm not that. I'm not. I'm not taking the piss here yet because listen, I'm, JJ's quite pale. He's, he's ended up tanning up and that, so it's a bit different now. But look, come on, his dad's got to be asking questions. Look at the girl and look at the son. The colours are them two. At what point do you ask questions, there, mate? Look at him. He's, he's pale and ginger. Yeah, come on, white Paul Palmer. Like <laughs> Cole Palmer. Anyway, right. So, what we moving on to? That. So, are you? What we're saying about? Are we City, are City going to walk the league like we all believe? Oh, I believe City going to walk the league. Or because I think when obviously De Bruyne, without De Bruyne, I think you're miss, definitely missing something. I don't know. A bit of, not not obviously. I don't think the reason why you can see the four goals is because you're not got De Bruyne. But I feel like you're missing um, controlling games. I don't think you're controlling games. But also, I would also say you probably haven't been controlling. I know it sounds ridiculous because you won the treble last year. I don't think you've been controlling games since Haaland came as much. Yeah. Which is hard to say because he scored 50 goals and won the treble. No, we've maybe not been dominating possession in, in that aspect as much, but I still think when, when you watch the games and that, I feel, still think that we are dominating quite a lot. Like the old traffic game, but I mean, a lot of teams are going there at the moment and doing that. So one that impressed me, even though it was only a 1 0 earlier in the season, we played Newcastle and then we beat them 1 0 at home. And honestly, I, they, I don't even think they had one shot on target. They barely got into the game. And this was before a lot of them injuries mounted up. So I'm still confident that we will go on and win the league. But like our next two games now are obviously Tottenham at home, Liverpool at home, Tottenham at home in the league. And they're historically the two teams that we probably struggled with the most over since Peppers took over us. So that'll say a lot as, as to where we're going to be, be with regards to the league title. But at this moment, I can't look past us not winning the league title again. I think that motivation of winning four on the bounce is what's driving the players at the moment, I'd say, and Pep. Is it bad that I want you to win four in a row? Because I hate United that much that you you win the treble. To nah, 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 nah. I've, said before, I've said it before, you win the treble was perfect because it meant that United's treble means nothing now. And if you win four in a row, I'll never have to win. That was, their, that was their big thing, wasn't it? So obviously doing that. Yeah, but you've matched yeah, four Yeah, yeah, it was. It was you big doing that for us, especially beating them on the way in the final. Even winning four in a row. Yeah, 100%. No, I, not, but no, it's not, not so, At the end of the day, I don't... Go on, go on. You were saying that as a Liverpool fan it. then, like, because City and City, Liverpool have had this, like, rivalry for the last couple of years. Well, that's not a rivalry to me. Like, City-Liverpool isn't some kind of rivalry. It's just been the two best teams of the most recent era, getting a bit feisty at times. That's all it is. It's not a rivalry. It's not a derby. The only Derby City you've got is United, and that's it. Like they're the only team I hate. I don't hate any other team, although Arsenal are making it easy for me to hate them at the moment. But that's the one. Isn't it? Do you know what it is with Arsenal? I don't think people hate Arsenal. They hate Arsenal fans. Yeah, definitely. Come on, John. You're just like an ex who's. I don't. I like them. I like I actually, I actually, I actually liked Arteta when he was at City, but since he's like the main man at Arsenal now, he's just finding it's just great, man. Mm. He's like the more snide, shittest version of Pep, who's showing like a little entitled brat. That's what he is. He's the worst. Come on, Max. Come on, come on, Max. Defend your manager. It's just gang war. Don't know. He's on war. He doesn't care. Come on, Max. I'd come out fighting. That's like a clock like that, man. I'd come out swinging. Come on, say something about Arteta. He's a bum. And he's, do you know why he's doing well? He's not doing, even doing that well. <laughs> Come he's, out spent, he's spent hundreds of millions more than anybody else and finishes second. 
a million points behind behind City. He's dog shit, and he'll definitely 100% end up getting sacked by you lot in the in the end. If you'd have kept Unai Emery, you'd have finished close to City last season. If no, you'd have had the money to spend that, free for under Unai Emery. You had no, you didn't spend any money. <laughs> And then Arteta took over and you was in free fall under him until fucking Stan Kroenke decided that he'd fucking whip his money out. That's all that happened. That was only the difference. Don't have it, Max. Don't have it. Max can't it's, defend Arsenal. Have you seen, um, have you seen Aaron uh, Ramsdale's dad's come out this week? Yeah, I've seen that. I've come seen out? He's come out on an Arsenal podcast saying that... Um, Aaron has lost his smile at Arsenal. Did you, yeah, I, do you know what? I, I literally read that, the thing, because I everyone was saying, because it's like a bit of a discord saying, should a player's dad come out and say this or should they not? But he's saying he's lost his smile, he's done nothing wrong to lose his place. They signed him, they give him a new contract and then they, they dropped him a few months did later. You, did you see the Ramsdale interview with Ian Wright in there? No. Yeah. yeah. What's that mean? Yeah. He's, so there's he's come been... out just saying like he can't concentrate. Oh, yeah. He has to fight with the crowd. He has to like, he has to do stuff every like every fifteen minutes or so to keep him like, yeah. but he can't concentrate. <laughs> Have you seen lo- last season? Anyone can appreciate that as me. There's been loads. Yeah, and no, I imagine you were in goal for Liverpool. I used to be a goalkeeper, you know, for one year. <laughs> I'm sure year six I was a goalkeeper because I refused to play play up front for fucking <laughs> plot away in primary school. So I said I was going in goal, and I was about must have been four foot four, just getting lobbed all the time. So <laughs> can we all are we all gonna agree then that both keepers are shit? Just just on the yeah. Aaron Ramsdale. Little no. thing there, but there's some things that you don't say on a, in a recorded situation. Is there? No, Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm a Premier League goalkeeper, but I can't keep a concentration for 90 minutes. It's literally one of the only things that you need to do as a goalkeeper. It's just concentrate yeah, right, on the game. It's just some things that you don't come out and say in the open. Especially, especially yeah. in <laughs> his a, face like, is a picture. It's like such a masculine, masculine sport as football. Like just. I know, I know it's bad to say. I know everyone's going, oh, his dad should be able to say things like that, but should he's going to get... Do you know how ruthless uh, football just I don't know what, I don't, I don't know what good that's going terrorised me by the arse, I think. But anyway, we're going to move on. Uh, and I'm going to throw this one to Dom because I need a piss. So, <laughs> Dom, <laughs> Liverpool, big result for us. Well, more, more of... Do you know what, what, what was nice about Liverpool's win again? It was routine. And it's yeah. nice. I said this. I said this on week one or maybe the pilot one. It's nice after last season... To get back into routine wins, just rolling Brentford, uh, Brentford over at home 3 0. So, we're going to go to you, and the talking points are why are the fucking Reds so good this season compared to last season? And, and will not sign in a number six hurt us. <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, yeah, it was another routine win, we're getting used to it at Anfield, let's be honest, but it's, it's not. Like I said last week, I thought it was going to be a bit of a tricky game, to be honest, and I just got proved completely wrong. We were just first and second gear. I thought they'd be more of a threat. They had a couple of chances, but that was about it. Um, but what he was saying there about the number six thing, I don't know. Josh seems to be preaching this, and I, I'm, I'm a bit, let's just see how we get on. Because, fucking hell, we've got about 300 midfielders now. How are you fitting them all in? I, I don't understand it. Like, it's okay having all these midfielders without a six. I get what he's saying, but there's got to be a few players there that can step into that role until we get one. It's, not, it's not happening anytime soon. Aren't you meant to be signing that, that pavilion kid? Yeah, I mean, it, it keeps coming out that is we're after that him. Andre, that, but is it? He's I, listen, I think I'm just going to say I'd like him just because he is a number six, but like I've said there, I don't, 
We've got so many midfielders. We can't just keep saying we need this, we need that. Who the fuck are we getting rid of first? Because we both know that Liverpool don't just keep a load of players and buy more. Can I jump I, in now? I, well, I can I, hear you then while I was having a piss, right, saying who we've got loads of midfielders who can jump into that number six role. That's the fucking point of a number six. You can't just throw someone into that role. You need to buy a number six, a proper number six. Why do you not think? Do you know? Uh, listen, I can't see us buying one in January as much as I think we. No, we, we won't should. because we because we, we don't have money to do that. Oh. Players we bought oh. that's how we feel now for the next three four years. I think I think if Thiago goes at the end when he goes at the end of the season, that's when we'll replace that. I still don't yeah. think we'll buy. We will not buy a midfielder next summer. We only no, have no. enough money every summer to address one issue. This this is this year was midfield. Last year was uh, forward. Next year will be defence. We don't have the money to do what City do or Chelsea do and address three different issues at once. We're fucking as much as everyone goes. Oh, look, I've said this on the thing the other day. Everyone goes. Oh, look how much money Liverpool spent. But look how much money we have to recoup to spend it. And would tell me right another team in England, top six team or top seven team in England who would sign? And I don't even think he's going to be as dog shit as everyone else thinks he's going to be. But tell me another team who would sign four midfielders and one of them would be fucking Endor for eighteen million. <laughs> they wouldn't, would they? You shouldn't. Well, we we both know we've needed them in fields for the last five windows and decided to buy them all in one. It's fucking mad. Because but, we couldn't afford to buy. We can't afford, it was either that or don't buy any forwards last in January in the summer. We couldn't afford it. But you said that it can't. That annoys me a little bit as, as someone who loves sixes. Is saying to be fair though, we've go on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure like, I think you've obviously that. struck gold on that one, but we've. Um... Is well, it? With um, what's he called the lad for Brighton? McAllister. I'm not, not sure if. Um... Oh, I'm. We bought McAllister and we're playing him as a fucking six. Why not just buy a fucking six? Do you know what no, we're so, so we've already seen it. So the Andre talk that got squashed quick by yeah. Liverpool journalists. Now listen, as much as I don't know what he's about, I like him because he's a six. But the thing is, we've already come out and said there, haven't we? That we're not going to be stopping by Chetich's progress. That stinks. That just sums us up as a club. No, but if he, do you know what though? I do think he is the he's the quality. And if it, and if, if he gets if he if he's fit and they put him straight in the team, stop playing f- fucking McAllister as a six. Is he AI? <laughs> stop playing McAllister as a six <laughs> and play <laughs> Badgetich. Play him as a Who six. The fucking Spanish kid who doesn't sound like he's Spanish. He's got it. But again, we've shown the last few months the pressure on his body couldn't handle that league. No, you, can you say that or did he just get an injury as a kid? They've already come out and said that they put too much pressure on him and they have yeah, shown died off it. Yeah, but they're not just trying to defend. I think he'd be fine. And if we're playing him, I would I would play him. I would rather have bought a six. You know what's sad? I think if we'd have bought Lavia, Gravenbach and Slobazai, that would have been the best a league winning midfield. Lavia is dead till fucking January, so that would be pointless, wouldn't it? But wouldn't it matter? Who's to say that's anything? Who's to say would have been dead if we'd signed him, not Chelsea? He had problems before he went there. That, that was the whole issue. Yeah, but we obviously didn't care that much because we was in for him massively. Anyway, right. may I ask you a question? You can ask me anything. Um, how many goals does Salah have to score before you don't want to sell him? <laughs> it's not the goals mate because I've said this all the time you cannot argue with his numbers he'll score goals forever and he'll score every season he'll get 20 odd goals it's the fact that he is dog shit and everything else at the minute his all round player is terrible he doesn't play Dom you can smirk mate he doesn't play well 
He scored two against Everton. He was terrible. He scored. Who did we play? Uh, he was absolutely. Did he score against? No, it was Diaz who scored against Luton. He was dog shit against Luton. He scored. Who was the game before Luton where he scored as well? Dog shit. Even last season, he, he would score goals and be dog shit. He played well at the weekend. There's no. Listen, there's no denying about. The quality dip in terms of his contribution, but his goals are still there. And goals, he, he takes a lot of penalties. That's one. Wait till we get he's, to the all-time 11s. And you lost a lot of penalties as well. He's lost a serious. Oh, he's lost. Sorry. He was <laughs> and he's lost half a yard of pace, which is massive. I think massive to his game. That was his whole. His whole attacking. His whole attacking threat was kick and run because he's not really. He's one. Of, like I said, I've said many times, he's one of the most unskillful left. Foot. He hasn't even got a trick in him in his left footed, which is just ridiculous to me. This is. It sounds like I'm negative. He's one of the best players I've ever seen in the Premier League. I think, but one of the best Liverpool players of all time, definitely. Took us to height. He's he's reached heights I never thought he would ever reach. But yeah. I feel like it's just clear bias or just. Deluding us to say that he's not lost half a yard. No, no, he yeah. clearly has. He clearly has because listen, he's not doing that goal against City and against Watford. That it, like, no, never. Doing that the now, Roma yeah. goal, the Everton goal. Could you see him scoring the Everton goal or the Roma goal or the City goal ever again? No, I, I just think he's. I if if you look at it and this happens with everyone, it doesn't matter who you are. You have to adapt your game That's to cool. the way you are right now. He's adapted his game and he's getting assists left, right and centre and he's still bagging goals. He's not performing to the way we need him to perform, don't get me wrong. But does that really matter if one of your best players isn't and he's still scoring goals? I don't think it does. Yeah, it no. does because I think when we when I I think what Liverpool, what we're missing it, from the dominant team we were at, we're second now and because we were so bad last season, our expectations have sort of like Garnered to where second's not like a terrible position. Yeah. But the yeah. Team, when we when we was fucking when we won the Champions League and when we burned out, we, we won what was it 107 out of 109 points or something absolutely scandalous like that. And was one of the most consistent teams that's ever played in the Premier League. By the way, look at that run. Look at the points we we got out of our possible points. We're not one of the best Premier League teams of all time because we've not won enough league titles. Even though you can look at 97 points and 93 points finishing <laughs> second is crazy. But so the trophies don't back up how good we were, but that 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 spell of a hundred and someone will tell me, Mike, Mike will know it. Mike, how many was it? Hundred and two points out of hundred and four, or hundred and seven out of hundred nine is one of the best runs ever, and that's because we had a front three that were completely all three of them in like in tangent. They worked perfect together. They was all at the same level. Obviously, Manny and Salah were the fast ones. Firmino was never that fast, but all three of them was as good as each other. And even though Salah's getting all the goals now, I feel like him his him dipping so much is it affects how the others play as well. Because he's more but, of a goal scorer now. But I don't we're very, we're very over reliant on Salah and we have been for a long time. Um Danny's raised a good point 90 minutes, 50 times a year for for God knows how many years, including the Afcons and everything else involved. That doesn't help, but I get that. Um but yeah, that other thing as well, I still I think that affects our game, but would change how we play now, not Trent overlapping. That you just leave Salah isolated all the time on his own. And like you've said, that yard of pace doesn't seem to be there anymore. So he can't go through a couple of plays the way he used to. But if you haven't got someone else on the overlap, you're just running into a brick wall all the time. So listen, while he's still getting numbers, I, I don't think he's we can afford to sell him because Josh, whether you like it or not, we're not replacing him. But I don't think we can afford to keep him. I don't think with the model we've got, the spending model we've got, and this is not obviously if 
If we was Chelsea, like so, I know I keep saying it, but if we was Chelsea or we was City, you would never ever even <clears throat> question selling Salah. You tie him down to a long contract and you just let him see the contract out. And then when he can only play twenty games a season, it doesn't matter if he's on three hundred grand. And he can only play twenty games a season at Chelsea. Fernandinho yeah. was on fucking two hundred and fifty grand and played ten games a year. But for us, we can't afford to have somebody on three hundred grand. Who we can sell for 150 million, 160 million that can be reinvested in the team. Because as much as I genuinely wish the worst possible things on our owners every single day of my life, <laughs> if we sell Salah for 160 million, they will they will reinvest 160 million. They'll give that, they'll never ever dip money into their own pockets and they will short changes in terms of what the club makes. But I think in terms of player sales, Klopp does get that money. And we have proven that we can we can recruit players and, and we can spend money wise. I know. There's been a, it's been a bit more hit and miss recently with, like I don't know, I like Nunes, but the jury's out on him. So it has been a bit more hit and miss recently, but we can spend money well. And I don't think, you're saying we can't afford to sell him. I don't think we can afford to to, to keep him and him go for free in 18 months. I know, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. And definitely, listen, if he's not going to sign an extra year or whatever, he's got to be sold regardless because he can't go on a free transfer. It's as simple as that. Mm. Problem is, that decision needs to be made. We can't be sitting here the way we did with Firmino, listening whether he was passed it or not. Firmino, Mane's all these players, we can't afford to get to the end of the contracts again and be in the same boat, especially with Salah when the money's on the table now. So if it's a case he's not going to sign, I agree, you've got to sell him, you've got to figure out a way of dealing with that. But if there's room for adding an extra year on, I'd be all for that. Right, well, nip back the board and we'll go, to the, uh, we'll go to Danny's question. Before we jump onto the the main event, which uh, John's looking forward to, do any of you think Haaland is anything more than a goal scorer, and should City sell him? I think that's a bit of a two fingers up to what you were saying about. Well, so. it definitely is, but I'm just. Saying. <laughs> I, don't I don't think sell him, but is, is just being a goal scorer bad? Like you've just won the no. table with him, and he's scored all sorts of goals. I'm, I'm, like, I'm trying to. Bad. I'm trying to. I'm trying to push on there the fact that we have Salah who's scoring, what, 22, 23 league goals a season. Fucking Haaland scored 52 goals for City last season. That's a big difference between Salah and, and, and Haaland. Massive difference. I know I've seen that about Klopp and Salah signing a new... If Salah signs a new deal and adds another two years onto his contract, so we're not, so he's not into the last of what every month he is, then I probably wouldn't sell him. But if he doesn't sign a new deal and he's got 18 months left, you have to sell him. I'm on that one. So we're going to move on to the to the international break bonus. Let's do um, it. Right. So John's been waiting for this all day. Um, we're going to go through everyone's Premier League best 11s slash favourite 11s to fit in the whatever ridiculous Everton player John's got in. Um, we're going to go position by position and argue with them. We've, done so a, we've all done a four-three-three, haven't we? Yeah, four-three-three with the, the audience. The, the fingers. So if anyone wants to put those in the chat and wants to join in. Get your four-three-three all-time Premier League levels right. We're going to start with goalkeepers, and we'll, we'll go this way around. So we'll start with me and go to Max, then Dom, then John. Unless anyone wants to go first, and I'll move you up to the top left. But I don't mind going first. <laughs> go right, on, first, my goalkeeper, Allison, best keeper that's ever been in the league. Trophies probably don't back up because he's we're, we've not deserved a keeper as good as him in a couple of seasons. The COVID season and last season, we didn't deserve how good he was, but he's without question the best keeper that's ever been in this league. So, Alisson, what about you, Max? I was very close to saying Alisson, just how much I'm thinking about modern goalkeepers now. Um, but I'm looking longevity and I'm looking 
Man United in that era, and I've gone Van der Sar. Van der fucking Sar? We'll argue at the end. Well, we'll let everyone say the things, and then we'll argue. So, Van der Sar, Alisson, go on, Dom. Peter Cech. Chelsea, Peter Cech. Yeah, I hate, I hate him. Yeah, Peter Cech before the head injury was fucking unbelievable. Yeah. No, he was. Can I agree with that? I thought, yeah. I thought Max was going to say, I'm here, I'm Alison all day, me. Alison all day? Yeah, he's just the best goalie I've ever watched. So I don't know what that's just one of them, isn't it? Let me just put this in the thing so we can start that off. Van der Sar, mate. Van der Sar. <laughs> I thought oh, he was going to say, when he said Man United, I was thinking, Schmeichel all day. Michael. Van der Sar. He no, used to make it. mistakes for United all the time. He used nah. to make mistakes for Fulham all the time. Did he? Yeah, he was a decent keeper for United. He was good. He was, he was all right for United. Nah, he was good. He was a good keeper or an average to good keeper playing in a very good side. <laughs> Are we having Van der Sar, top Premier League goalkeeper? Anybody in the world? Right? I'll... No, so I'll put that up. Van der Sar? I'm having him. I just, I just never seem to make a mistake whenever I used to watch him. Flawless. Fandasar! No, you're not having it. I do think, though, I'd ask, I, w- I, w- I would caveat it with um, against Barca in that Champions League final. He was rooted for a couple of the goals. <laughs> so maybe think about it. But, I, just um, I can imagine yeah. Czech for Chelsea. I could take Schmeichel. I could take Alisson. <sighs> I could take... That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's the three, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Isn't there even other keepers other than them three? Oh, Jack's not even having me. I'm sure people will get involved here, but I could, I could put Sam Howard forward, but I'll... what? No, <laughs> sit down. Even you lot hated Sam Howard. Oh, yeah, the decent couple of years. He was the worst for staying on his line, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a bad keeper. Right, we'll go to left backs. I'm sure we've all got the same left back, so I'll go first. Ashley Cole, obviously. Ashley Cole. Ashley yeah. Baines. You've not got Leighton Baines. Have you really got Leighton Bears left back? Yeah. Are you not taking the piss? No. Let, listen, I'm not arguing that he's better than Ashley Cole. I'm arguing that he's 11 and I think he's fucking a boss. But it's but best. I know it's slash favourite, but come on, Ashley, you're saying Leighton Bears or you would take you would seriously in a real life take Leighton Bears over Ashley Cole. I would, yeah, just because I love him and that's that. Leighton Baines, mm, he'd be, he'd be modern day fullback, better than Ashley Cole. What? There you go. In what way? He could attack as well. Nah. And he had recovery pace. Leighton Baines was small as shit. Wow. Leighton Baines. Do you know what Leighton Baines, I'm not even just saying this, was not even top five Premier League left backs? No, he was. Defo. He wasn't. He was better than him, other than Ashley Cole. Ashley Cole's probably better than him on the whole, but I'm still... Ashley Cole, him. girl cliche. Oh, no. Just, well. just didn't watch Baines. He's brilliant, honestly. Girl cliche. No. Ashley Cole. Uh, Lee Dixon? He was a left-back, wasn't he? I don't know him. I'm, I'm young. Yeah, Lee Dixon, Ashley Cole, girl cliche. Girl cliche? What's going on? Girl cliche was better than Leighton Baines, it's a fact. Nah. Um, <laughs> You put I'm, not having that. I'm not having that. What, Gail Cliche? I, I'm having Gail Cliche. He's not better than oh. Baines. Yeah, he is. 
over Not over that sustained period. Listen, regardless of what he done with City, because he went there when they were fucking coming up and whatever. He was also good. At, he was also good at Arsenal. Yeah, he's probably over, over the over the time. Listen, I hate Everton. You know we do, but over that time. Leighton Baines was unbelievable. Oh, he's better than scared of leaving his front door. He decided for United on one. Fucking cliche. <laughs> <laughs> no polish shift. There's no way you think. I think Gail Cliche was better than Leighton Baines. You can't start slagging Max off for Van der Sar and you're pulling out that little bull bear from France. I'm not putting Gail Cliche <laughs> in my all time fucking Premier League 11, am I? I'm just saying he was better than the, the left back at Everton who didn't win a fucking trophy in his life. The difference between putting Van der Savage at all-time Premier League goal. Dennis Irwin, good shout. Dennis Irwin, Everett, there you go, Everett. I would love Everett to die. Everett, 100% better than <laughs> Leighton Baines. Not. No, he's not. Robertson, better than Leighton Baines. Oh, not in a million years. Are you saying Robertson's not better than Leighton Baines? Premier yeah. League winning Andy Robertson, Champions oh, League winning Andy Robertson. So, so Baines can't even be... If Rooney says oh. Everett didn't win nothing, he can't be that good because he didn't win anything. Who's that? It, just saying anyone. If Rooney, Rooney. Stayed, if Rooney stayed at Everton forever, we didn't win not only can't be that good. He never he went to United and won everything. Yeah, but you've just said Robertson's best because he won the league. No, never. I just said Premier League winning and Champions League winning Robertson is better than Leighton Baines. Right, that doesn't mean nothing to me. Come on, mate. If he's not better than Leighton Baines, I'm not saying if Baines wasn't scared to leave his, his front door, but they, other than the other than every <laughs> summer at United, you know, <laughs> does anybody even want to buy him? Yeah, United, you've just said the best team yeah. in the league for like 10 years. United wanted them for a few years and he wouldn't sell them. You've just said Everett, United wanted better than Baines. Oh, he wins. This is the most... Andy Robertson definitely wins. Definitely isn't. Andy Robertson was also better than Baines. There's five, five. Gail Clinton was also better than Baines. Robertson's better at one thing, running. Well, it's right. More assists than Baines? Definitely. Like, you score about 300 goals a season. Baines is trying to make Kyle's head. I think, I think Baines, I'd say Baines, I'd say Robertson over Baines, not for Liverpool. I'm saying it on a pure basis of if Leighton Baines could run, there'd be an argument. He couldn't run. That's my point. Footy was different then, no, weren't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Different you, just said would, you just said Baines would be a better modern fullback. Just yeah. an attack sense than actually goal for me, but that's that. No way. Right. Actually, goal one's a bit mad. Cole's better. I honestly can't. If, if you was ever going to put an Everton player in, I assumed it would have been Baines, but Baines was the, one of the most overrated fullbacks I've ever <laughs> Take the heat off, John. Now his family's watching. <laughs> right, we'll move on. We'll go to so we'll go f- other fullback, right back. What? Oh, it's me in it. So <laughs> I know a lot of people would go. Um, would just go Gary Neville, wouldn't they? No. no. Oh, you wouldn't? No. I think times have I changed. I struggled right back, to be fair. But go on. I, I haven't. So mine's quite bad. I would go Trent in terms of ability. But I'm going to go Zabaleta. Oh. I think Zabaleta was one of the most steady, right? But in, in an era where all fullbacks, for some reason, just stopped being able to defend for I 10 just, years. He really <laughs> fell off at West Ham, though, didn't he? Yeah, obviously. But he went about fucking 45. Yeah, it was yeah I know, but it was just—it was just a bad look, wasn't it? That was just a retirement package. But to me, Zabaleta at, at City for like four or five years was the perfect Premier League fullback. He was so like, he was—he could defend, he could attack. He wasn't slow, but he wasn't fast. He was just steady. <laughs> and like I said, in a decade, in a decade where players literally, in fullbacks literally stopped for some reason, just couldn't defend for years. He could defend. So I'm going Zabaleta. Are you, are you serious? 
There's only one for me, and that's Kyle Walker. Ah, oh, no. Oh, sure. I, mean, I, I just can't stand him as a player. He's just fast. He's, no. He's he is the best player so I've ever true. seen at recovery. That's it. He's just fast. Oh, and the fact that he has to recover so all the time shows how fucking dog shit he is. He is just fast. <laughs> He's literally just fast. Like if he if he ever pulled, if he ever pulled his hamstring, yeah, he'd have gone, he'd have dropped back down, he'd have gone to Sheffield, he'd have to go inside a five year deal at Sheffield United. If he'd have ever done that, he doesn't stay in Pep's team for as long as he has. If he's just recovered, you do because he was just fast. No, he's brilliant. He was rapid, rapid. Anytime he made a mistake, he just caught you. And yeah. what it is with fast wingers, so slow wingers couldn't get past him because he was too fast. And then it used to always make me laugh when Mane played left wing for us against Kyle Walker because Mane was just faster than everyone else. When he came up against Mane, used to have shockers against Kyle Walker because Kyle Walker was just everyone fast. Did. And everyone does. Never, not everyone did, mate. A lot of defenders terrorise Kyle Walker. A lot of attackers terrorise Kyle Walker. Manny used to kick it in front of him. You <laughs> after Kyle Walker just hey, over, hey, over the last couple of years, Walker's got better in terms of his discipline. But before that, I think he was fucking horrendous and you knew he was the player to play off for a mistake. Just on the ball. He can't pass. He can't cross. What else to fall back to? You know, he's another one, isn't he? A physical merchant. He would just sure. kick it as hard as he could towards... He like Sterling gave him a bad night the other night. Sterling's... How old, you know, Kyle Walker. Is, yeah, right. that, you can't really judge him for getting terrorised now. I know Sterling's also still, got the pace, still one of the greats. Still got the pace. Fuck off. Don't put me on that. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, still got the pace. <laughs> go, on then, go on then, Dom. Who's your right back? Trent. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I do not Come on. No, no, no. Just like Kyle Walker. Don't, don't come at me like that. No, I really no. went Trent because of just pure. If you, you got just embarrassed played, last season that you had to move him from being right back, and you're listen, saying he's the no one who's a more vocal of Trent. Right, he can't defend, and, and no people way. literally target. Danny has just nailed it there. Kyle Walker but, got dropped for John Stones. So don't come at me saying he had to get moved into the middle. But, you can't say just, Trent's the best Premier League right back of all time. If you're going just to, just purely on technical ability, Trent is the best right back. Premier League of all time. Yeah, but we're not going on just... It's not <coughs> Premier League 11 based on purely technical I'm looking for, I'm And for the record, I think Dom is, is it's almost as outrageous shout as fucking Leighton Baines at left. <laughs> but, but I nearly have, have the best Premier League so, so good technical. But I still would say it's a mad one. Go on, Can I have my say on why I've chosen yet? Sorry, go on. His numbers don't lie, right? Regardless of what anyone says, right back, right back, coming what up with them numbers. Yeah, but don't, don't give me any bullshit. Surely you'd rather be right back. Surely you'd rather be right back, not get targeted by Bournemouth wingers. Bournemouth <laughs> set out to play by targeting our right back. Surely you'd rather him be able to defend than get 10 assists a season. So, so if we're going to put Trent back in that position and have Matip, on the top of his game like he was in the, the years that we won everything, which he's not now. And Kanate can't string a run of games together. Stop judging Trent on what's around him, for fuck's sake. It's boring. It's I'm so boring. You target the left-hand side, our right-hand side. If your right centre-back isn't competent enough to stay fit and your right-back has now been moved to invert a full-back, totally different system. When we won everything, he was key to everything. Well, he's never been. He hasn't been able to defend uh, uh, for. This is bullshit. Though. One of the best games I've ever seen him play. Leroy Sané was on fucking fire in the Premier League. Come up against him and seen his ass. 
And then one of the and then a game that cost us the fucking league, Leroy Shannon ran in behind Trent because Trent can't defend and scored for City. To, so, to one, two, one. Two, so we can't have a bad game. Is that what no, that no, that no, no, the best Premier League right back of all time? Are we really saying Trent can't have a bad game, mate? He's had shots. I'm asking Trent can have a bad game. Trent can, but that's like... It's very biased to say that Trent can defend. You've only got one good defensive game, to be fair, and it's that Sané one, isn't it? I I don't think he's as bad as people make out. He is, mate. It might not be Don, but he's not the best Premier League right-back of all time. That's my only point. He's not the best keeper. This is opinions. It's my opinion. I think a good Shelford centre. There's not that many good right-backs, and he is miles ahead of them all, definitely. Yeah. And uh, look, don't get me wrong. When, when, when him and him and Robertson playing, they were that season, that nineteen twenty season, when both had a stupid amount of assists. Like they they're they're in there in their own rights for that season alone, arguably, and for how. So what are we saying? Have I got to put Trent as centre mid then? <laughs> no, I just, you just <sighs> this is my argument then. I think he's the best right back I've ever seen in the Premier League. My opinion. You don't yeah. like it. I'm not asked. I know, but he's a right back. You can't. Are we? I know. Yeah, fuck. Dom's fronting us because. Are we? Are we? Are we? Um. gets fucking terrorised by wingers who literally play for Brighton. He can't defend, bro. He gets his positional awareness is a disgrace. It's not bad. It's a disgrace. He he literally never checks his runner. He people running behind him all the time. He's not. As even though he's not slow, he's got not got enough recovery pace to be as bad at defending as he is. And he's and it, do you know what it is? And this is it'll always be the Wool and Scousa breakdown. Scousa's loving because he's Scouse, and Wolves can see how fucking dog shit he is at defending. Honestly, is. honestly, I couldn't give a fuck whether he was Scouse or not. What I'm saying, <laughs> to I like him. I loved him in that position, and I think he was key to one of key to us winning everything. It was. And it I think he's the perfect right, right back for three years. Put the but perfect right back for yeah, three years. But he's the best I've seen. I haven't seen another right back produce what he can do on a pitch, regardless of whether he's moved inside, regardless whether he can be suspect. I don't care about that. What I'm saying to you is, if I had the right back, I'd choose him. Barcelona, Dani Alves, unbelievable going forward, suspect going back. No one will say that. No one will say he could get in behind Dani Alves because he played for Key Barca. So I know him. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Go on. yeah, go on. Yeah, go on. Right I, I struggled. I don't like any right backs apart from like the yeah, new same. one. But same. I, I, I pick. I thought he was a well. He was a right back in the day. Ivanovic thought he was good. Solid. Yeah. Good good show. Go for it. Go for it. He was a bit mad when he saw Now you know. Honestly, I was thinking this when I was making my team four minutes before the podcast started. There is no unbelievable Premier League right backs, is there? No, not really. Well, to be fair, the new ones have got potential just because of how good a fussy they are. But who, who just classifies the new ones? Well, Trent, Reese James. Reece James like is dog shit. Nah, he's good. When he gets going, he's, yeah, he's playing the bar. Three minutes for three years. Oh, shit, but we'll go to centre arse. Right, so... Oh, we, we, oh, by the way, just go, as we're going through these, are we, like, agreeing on one each? Only a bit. No, we just don't. We'll have... We'll never agree on that. Okay. That won't work. We can, what we can do is, what I'm going to do is put a graphic of all four of our teams and we'll let people decide whose teams are best. You could definitely pick a combined 11 based on people having like more than like the majority. So we'd have Alisson and Ashley Cole up to now and we just won't have a right back. There's no Zavaleta. Ivanovic. No. I want to just say though, in my defense, I've four got teams, a team and I've got the full team and when it went to right back, it just jumped straight from a mad centre-half who you're all going to disagree with to... Gerard, so I'll give one away, but everyone's got Gerard, surely. So I didn't actually pick a right back, and off the top of my head, I just went with Zabaleta because there are no good right backs in the Premier League era. 
Right, anyway. Uh, centre-halves. So we give them both of them straight away, yeah? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. So my two centre-halves are John Terry and Sammy Hoopier. <laughs> I think... <laughs> right. What did you say? Sammy Hoopier? Hear me out, 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 right, hear me out. If you put Sammy Upia in... Oh, my God. Last one. Right, hear me out. If you put Sammy Upia in any any good Premier League team, not Liverpool bad sides under Julier, not Liverpool OK side for one season, if you put Sammy Upia in United United's team That's under cool. Ferguson, he would be one of the best in the league. So, I'm going... Maybe I shouldn't have gone Sam Upia, but I just thought I'd go one off the thing. But I tell you what, I'll go John Terry and Japstown. <laughs> oh, you've just given me. You can fuck right off. All right. John Terry and Sam Upia, I stand by it. He was he never had any pace, but he still read the game just as yeah. well as he did at it's the end not. of his career as he did at the start of the game. I agree with you. There's never, never been a more intelligent centre-half than Sam Upia. <laughs> That's wild. I don't even think you believe it. He was that. unreal. Unreal. Unbelievable, man. When, when one of the best. He was... Yeah, top level, but not one of the best. I think he was one That's of the best. That's your opinion. I don't think anybody could read a game like he read a game. He was just Max. in really bad Liverpool sides for years, who never ever really had a... Uh, no, until he was too old and a good defensive midfielder. Go on, um, who's next? Yeah, instead of going for who Fergie didn't sign, I'm going to go for he did sign. I'm going to go for Rio, Ferdinand and John Terry. Ferdinand's terrible. Cannot stand real Ferdinand. Yeah, I know it doesn't matter if you like him or not, but no, I, I, I thought I also don't think Ferdinand was that good. I think he was overrated to focus on overrated to the max. Terry was unbelievable. Who's who's that? Supreme Upia. See, look at everyone's fucking everyone. Oh, but fuck off. Oh, I thought Mike was on my side. <laughs> 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 I thought he was telling you to fuck off. <laughs> Right, whatever. Fuck you. Right, go on, Dom. Go, watch go, back, to, go back to Rio. Sorry, what was the? Yeah, go on. I just think Rio was overrated. What? Why? Why do you think he was overrated? Uh, he was never as good on the ball as people made out he was. He always played in a United side that had an unbelievable midfield and attack. If you go actually go down, most United winning league winning teams they conceded quite a lot of goals, but they also scored a lot of goals. They would win games scrappy. They'd win two one, get last minute goals. They didn't. Don't think. That many, I know the, someone's going to go, something did happen. But United, United definitely didn't keep like record number of clean sheets in most of the league winning sides they won. I just don't think Rio was that good. Just yeah. feel like he, like, he was like the first Rolls Royce, like the term of it. Like, if you ask every, every player about Rio, they'll all say he was like the best that they played against. Just Who's like... Supreme sticking up for those? You talking about Hoopio with me? Cost... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who's your Yeah, who's your um, Mine's John Terry and Van Dyke. Mine's the same. John Terry, I don't think, I think like... Why I did you like... Van Dyke? What? Why did I not go Van Dyke? I didn't even think of Van Dyke. No idea. Because you chose Sammy Hoopier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have, yeah, I have literally wrote as well. I have I literally wrote Sammy Hoopier down as well. I don't Um. There's, there's not even there's no point in even explaining. John Terry was fucking unbelievable. Unbelievable, horrible, yeah. horrible centre half. Put himself in front of a bus if he had to just to block the goal. I I loved him, man. I fucking hated him in that. He was at Chelsea. Um, and Van Dijk, there's there's no even reason for explanation of that. I, I'm changing mine to Van Dijk, by the way. No, you're not allowed. No. No. <laughs> 
And is yours Van Dijk and Terry? Mine is. John's got two Liverpool defenders, uh, two Liverpool things in his back line and goalkeeper. How good are they though, both of them? Oh, unbelievable. Alisson's without question the best Premier League goalkeeper of all time. Unbelievable. I'm going to go to midfield, so it's, so it's three-man midfield, right? Are we naming all our midfielders? Three. Right, yeah. so I'm, I want to say that mine, as a little caveat, that I've gone with practicality, right? Yeah, I have. So, oh, I've, got, so I've gone... You can't. Someone. I was gonna go Yaya Torre, right? But instead of going Yaya Torre, I went with Gerard Lampard and Essien because. Oh. Why are you laughing, mate? Why Essien? You say because he was the, one of the best number sixes ever when he was at Chelsea. Oh my god! Lately. He's what? a red mate. Makaleli. Makaleli at Chelsea wasn't Makaleli. He was in Madrid though. What? Oh. He wasn't. Okay. Do you think Makaleli was the same Makaleli at Chelsea as he was at Madrid where he was the best? He was better in Madrid because it was slower, but in the Premier League, he was fucking unbelievable. That's why it's called the Makaleli role. No, it was called the Makaleli role before he came to Chelsea. He, he was that good. Saul Campbell's a good shout, by the way, for centre-half. I really fucked, messed up the ball. With who, I did. Come on, I did send you the, my thing at 10-9 to 9 and I only had Alisson written down, so I did I dropped the ball a little bit. Mad that that's your first <clears throat> I know, but listen, SEM is in. I would put SEN in. I loved SEN, thought it was unbelievable. And he is oh, one, of the, one of the best defensive midfielders the league's ever seen. And oh. I'm, going for, I'm going for practicality in terms of you cannot play Gerard fucking Lampard and De Bruyne or Gerard Lampard and Yaya Torre. And to me, Gerard and Lampard are better than De Bruyne. Gerard and Lampard are better than Yaya Torre. So I'm going SEN because he's the best number six that's ever been in the league. Let me go next. <laughs> go on. Go on, Dom. I've gone. Gerard Vieira and De Bruyne. I've done the same. And I put Vieira behind both of them too, because I think. But it wasn't Vieira, Yeah, but you can't leave them out. <laughs> it's as simple as that. There's three midfielders, and you know you could argue Gerard can sit whatever, but you can't leave Gerard out. You can't leave De Bruyne out because he's fucking unbelievable, regardless of what city side he's in. And Vieira's probably the one of the best sentiments I've ever seen. Rodri, who the fuck is that, Rodri? There. I wanted to do Rodri, by the way. I mean, well, you didn't want to years, do Rodri. It's two years. <laughs> Nobody wants to do Rodri. Rodri in two years. Let's, let's all why like. Don't why? Why, why do people look suspect at the Vieira shout? I'm, I'm wondering about that because I think he, he, there's an argument he's probably the greatest ever. Do nah, you game. know what? Yeah, probably, I didn't think of Vieira, but, he, but I wanted a six and Vieira wasn't a six. So was I was. Uh, was Roy King was, was the perfect six for me. Was no, Roy Keane close for any of you? He wasn't close, not for me at all. I, I, don't wrong, I loved what he could do on a pitch in terms of snapping everyone and being a horrible captain and whatever. I just don't think he... Listen, he was class, but he, he weren't that level, I don't think. I think Keane was the better natural leader. Vieira was the better player. You could, you could argue against Vieira that he came out on top more in that, their battles. Oh, I mean, was, I've, he, I've gone for Vieira as well. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Vieira was the far more dominant midfielder. He won a lot of games in the tunnel. Yeah, but Keane was just a better leader. Do you want me to go? Liverpool, yeah. Gerard, hang on. Gerard wasn't prime, wasn't close to prime Yaya Torre. Get the That's fuck nonsense. out of here, mate. That's nonsense, Danny, and you absolute, know it is. Absolute ridiculous. <laughs> That's nonsense. That is, Yaya Torre is yeah, so heavy. Yaya Torre is another one, mate. One of the most overrated Premier League midfielders of all time. But he had good, three good seasons, I think, ever. Fuck that, mate. He was all right at Barcelona, who fucked him off because he wasn't good enough. And he had three decent seasons, maybe four, in a City team that spent a billion pounds every summer. Wasn't that into Gerard? Please don't compare. 
Gerard and I wasn't that into Gerard. No that's in Hollywood because he was fucking used to piss me off most games, but he was still a million times because <laughs> fuck you, Mike. But he was <laughs> listen, no, Danny. I, 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 the exact same. He was, he was selfish. He always wanted all, all the eyes on me. He also was not a good captain either. He was a very, 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 very good oh. midfielder, but he wasn't a good captain, Gerard. But why, why he was, was he not a good captain? Story. Sorry, let's not just go. I don't, I don't agree with that. What, no, why? why I won't try. This is, I'll just give you the one example, which very much, he wasn't a good captain because he wasn't vocal or, or anything. But let me just, he was more, everyone says he was a, he was a lead by example. Listen, I watched, watch, yeah. Whilst Gerard was on the pitch, I watched Mascherano talk himself into a second yellow card at Old Trafford without Gerard even going over and saying anything to him. He let the ref let him get away with it for five minutes, arguing with him and arguing with him and arguing with him. Then he gave another uh, yellow, he gave another free kick away. Stands in the ref's face, arguing with him. Gerard doesn't pull him away. That to me, no matter what you what comes before that or what comes after that, is not a good captain. H Henderson would never ever have allowed Mascherano to talk himself into a red card at Old Trafford and Gerard did. He wasn't a great captain, he was a great player. And that's it. I, 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 yeah, go on, you get yours, I've got. <laughs> I've got a bit of a, uh, I've got Gerard, De Bruyne and then my last one. He's probably not as good as people use him, but I just love watching him, Fabregas. Yeah, no, I just Fabregas, best Spanish player that's played in this league. Yeah, yeah, so I'll have him with them too. We missed out a good few though. David Midfield David, David Silver David Silver yeah like anyone who would have yeah yeah at all you can't argue with that I don't have De Bruyne but you can't argue with that the Premier League's been blessed with unbelievable midfielders even Keane you'd think is a bit unlucky to miss out because he's fucking dog shit schools would you seriously know would any of you three have schools in your top 10 Premier League midfielders of all time yeah I don't know um, if you write them down, I'd have to go write them down and whatever. So I didn't think, I didn't think about him. We've just named 10. <laughs> about that, yeah. Scholes is not top, nowhere. Wasn't even England, he wasn't even England's top five midfielders of his generation. He was not great, was he? Come on. I, I think he was. I just... Wasn't. You've got a bit of an agenda, Luke. an agenda, I, you come out with? I've not got an agenda. I'm just on the right side of the school's argument, mate. Fucking Fergie tried to replace him every single summer. <laughs> Have you had one that United player yet? Uh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> so anyway, next oh, position. Right, go on. Is it attackers? So mine is Omri, Ronaldo, Suarez. Oh. Do I agree with them three? Best number nine of our generation. two of them. Best number nine of our generation, Ronaldo, second best player of all time, Omri, best Premier League striker of, of all time. Best player of all time. Best Premier League striker of all time. Who? Omri. So who's on the left, Suarez? Uh, it doesn't matter, it's fluid. You just said Omri's the best number nine. <laughs> it's a fluid, it's a fluid front three where they can all run about each other. Yes, that's sad. Go on, Dom. I've gone... I've oh, Dom, gone, sorry, Max. Oh, sorry. I've gone Salah, Omri, Ronaldo. Salah, okay. Yeah. Salah, numbers, numbers do not lie, and yeah. yeah, just ruthless. I feel like that's a that's a very modern. I think Salah's a you watch football with stats and modern football, and Suarez is you watch football with your eyes, and that's not a dig. That's well, just I, what I, Suarez never played on the left, so it doesn't matter about that, does it, mate? You've, you've gone, you've none of you. Yeah, but, the, all right, the then well, I'll, I'll put, I'm not going to put Alan Shearer on the left, though, am I? <laughs> Who was your midfield? <laughs> Me? Yeah, who's your free yeah, midfielder? Same as Tom's, Gerard, Vieira, De Bruyne. Oh, yeah, I'll let you off a little bit because Vieira <laughs> thought of players of six, just about. 
Not really. No. It wasn't a six goal. <laughs> so talk. So now, now my attackers don't really fit into the formation. We're fucking tearing them down. But no, your midfield would get no, your midfield would get run ragged because they're all fucking <laughs> camped on the edge of the box and there's space in behind them. <laughs> you know what I mean? But but because because Suarez might not be the best off the left side, my front three's full. Well, most of the goals coming in from I the left. Johnny, Johnny I would eventually could definitely interlink with each other and play all over the place. Oh, he was one of the best from cutting it on the left side into, onto his right foot. John, what? I'll say Johnny's put Rooney's assert, sure. Rooney should, I Rooney should think bail. About him. Fucking bail, mate. First of all, um, he was a left back for most of his Premier League career, about two seasons. <laughs> at which point he played left wing. He was never, ever a forward. Everybody in the Premier League. If anyone's come into this chat late, it's not who's been classed that was in the Premier League. It's the Premier League, and that's it. Rooney oh, was. Rooney was. Rooney's. Obviously, it's a shame that Rooney's missing out, and he was an unbelievable player, probably the best English player of all time. He's not missing out. He's yours, John. Man's. <laughs> He's Ronaldo. not missing out. <laughs> Man's Ronaldo, Rooney, Henri. Right, okay. I don't think you can put Who Rooney. Did you go for Dom? I've gone for Salah, Suarez, Henri. Oh, Salah and Suarez. The oh, thing no. is, I had a toss up with Suarez and Ronaldo. That, yeah. that was my toss-up. And listen, Ronaldo's second greatest player of our generation. We all know that. I'm going with a bit of a John shout here when he said Baines. There's no one I've ever seen better on a football pitch other than like some Messi and stuff. He's probably the third best player in the world for a long time. Probably you know one of the best number nines you'll ever see. And I got to watch him week in, week out. And that's why I chose him. And Ronaldo did his best work at Madrid. He did, yeah, and yeah. I, I had a look, and didn't he only play 196 games as well in the Premier League? That's not a lot, that. I do, I, I mean, just think... Played. Exactly, that's my thing. They both, it was a toss-up between both of them. He never, they weren't here long enough. He never played the best football here, probably. Yeah, Liverpool that that Ronaldo season, 2007-8, I think he got 42 goals, like, all comps. Which I'm having it, JMC, yeah. I don't care. Got a back you boys. <laughs> no, I've got. To be um, fair, I'd put Suarez. I should put Suarez and over on me because I never watched them. Love by the way, James. Oh no, was unbelievable, mate. Five. Elegant. It was sad that Omri was unbelievable because for some reason he decided that he's just going to have a vendetta against Liverpool and would terrorise us every single game. <laughs> unbelievable. It was unbelievable, yeah. It was an unbelievable So, oh, so, you start with yours, we read your 11 out. I just want to fight Johnny. I like that one, yeah. Drogba. Honourable right. mention Drogba. 1-2-11, Woog. <laughs> Alison, Ashley Cole, John Terry... Van Dijk, Zabaleta, Gerard, Essien, Lampard, Henri, Ronaldo, Suarez. You missed out Hupio. Yeah, because he's injured. <laughs> Van der Sar, uh, Kyle Walker, Riyad Ferdinand. <laughs> <laughs> Van der Sar. <laughs> Kyle Walker, Riyad Ferdinand, John Terry, Ashley Cole, Gerard, Patrick Vieira, Kevin De Bruyne, Salah, Thierry Henry, and Ronaldo. John. Alisson. Uh, Baines, Terry Van Dijk, <laughs> Terry Van Dijk, Ivanovic, Gerard, Fabregas, De Bruyne, Ronaldo, Rooney, Henri. Check Terry. Oh, check Trent, Terry, Virgil, Ashley Cole, Gerard, De Bruyne, Vieira, Salah, Suarez, Henri. So who's 
Go on, I've just prime Thierry Henry against Baines. Man's Quick the best player. Quick people in the chat, who would you say his team's the best, just from what you can remember? Max would have won it with a different keeper. <laughs> and the Saar, right? What, so who... Oh, I don't I think think it's it's a bit of a personal one, that. I've just grown up. I just never remember him making a single mistake. Because I, I love Steve Finnan. Steve Finnan was an unbelievable right back, but not not yeah. not in uh, Premier League all time. Right. So taking out the fact that I said Hoopia because I just was didn't really think about it. Who's the most? Surely Van der Sar's the most outrageous show. What? Yeah. And Baines is all right then. For me, actually, for me, when you when you look at the plethora of centre midfield <laughs> talent in the Premier League, SCN. No, but I think Baines. I, I think Baines. We just have to accept that John is just has John to was always gonna. Yeah, he John was always gonna was throw gonna Baines get, in just because yeah. he can't help it himself. Whereas I think that's the goal is the best. You've chose Van der Sar being an Arsenal fan. If he was a United fan, or if for some reason you was fucking, you've got a Dutch dad, I'd be almost like, all right, yeah. Fair enough, Van der Sar. Czech was terrible for Arsenal. Yes, but he was unbelievable for Chelsea. He was he was bad for fucking Arsenal because half his skull was missing under his little cap. But for Chelsea, it was absolutely unbelievable. So oh, it's Shane Long or fucking. Listen, we'll agree to disagree. Volleyed his head off. He was unbelievable. He was... Perth... <laughs> I can't even say it though. Pethacher for them. I don't even know how many years he was at Chelsea, but I've never seen a keeper like it. Honestly, oh, it was God, I love and I think Allison is like Allison, he was. Czech was so commanding and massive. Oh, I mean, like you... he felt the whole goal. Yeah. Them years, by the way, and I'm, I'm going to bring them up anyway. But them years of us and Chelsea, them rivalries, he was probably the difference a few times. It was just ridiculous. That's why the Ronaldinho goal, and I don't care what people say, was the is there still the best goal of all time because he yeah. beat. Not only does he get it in between Terry, fucking whoever prime else was there, he gets it past the prime check with no. Or back lift. He just stood there and torpoxed it past check, round round <laughs> players into the fucking top corner. Kale Cliche. <laughs> <laughs> Cliche was better than fucking Leighton Bears. You come out with something like horrendous shouty, you know. How can you argue that Cliche wasn't better than Bears? Cliche's about as good as what? Kieran Gibbs or something. Kieran Gibbs is better than Bears. No, I messed it. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't. But Cliche was. Cliche was good for Arsenal, good for City, won Premier League titles, got loads of goals. And ish. Team, I don't know if goal goal fill in a good team, win a league, and you're better than these players. Who Nobody ever wanted to buy Baines except the, the except BBC. The BBC fucking transfer rumours page used to say, Man United are looking to buy Baines for £25 million. And obviously it never happened. He was scared. You said he was scared of leaving his front door. He lived in Wigan, mate. He could have played for United playing for and lived in Wigan still. So it's not like he was scared of going to United. United never wanted him because he was just okay for Everton. Didn't like the limelight. Not the limelight. <laughs> it was a medium-sized fish in a very, very small pond. That's what he was when he was at Everton. He was never as good as you. He was never as good as you make him out to be. But he was obviously a lot better than probably an Everton left back should be. Ooh, he wasn't Johnny's that good. Had a good shout here. Who's, Who's the manager? Like Mourinho. Jose Mourinho. Not having uh, your mate Fergie. Absolutely not, man. <laughs> but then again, if we're going off Premier League, I suppose you have to go Fergie. But if, awesome but in terms man. of, in terms of worldwide, who's the better manager, Fergie or Mourinho? Mourinho was a far better manager than Fergie. Wenger was a far better manager than Fergie, and Klopp's a better manager than Fergie. But, but Fergie probably Premier League era. Yeah, you'll have to go Fergie because he just dominated the Premier League. 
Yeah. But I would say Klopp, Wenger, Mourinho. A yeah. better manager. Yeah, Gary O'Neill. I can't. Wolves will still go down and Chelsea will finish top four. <laughs> right, we'll get these out on uh, on socials. and everyone Yeah, I'll get the graphic. Is that it? Is that, is, that the, is that the whole thing? It is, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, didn't you have a... Oh, no, it's not. The one we'll spend a little... Should we can do a shot? Can we be asked doing the off-topic one? All right. Yeah, what is it? What is it? Off-topic one, what's everyone's opinions on protest and would you ever go... <laughs> do you ever feel strongly enough about a protest to go and do it? Was that footy or just in the world? In the world. It's more based on the... Uh, all the fucking retards who, um, who, who were Stone Island and have goggles in yeah. the hats going fucking looking after statues. Really. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Have you ever been to a protest? Nah, and I, I, I don't think I cared about things enough to want to go and protest anything. Yeah, I, I went to one protest, but I wasn't quite young. I went to the Hicks and Gillette protest. But it was before <laughs> a Liverpool game. I was going to Liverpool anyway, and I just walked, walked along the stadium shouting... You don't fucking care about Rafa. You don't care about fans. You don't care about fans. He's <laughs> in the wrong hands. So that yeah. off again. So I went to that protest, but I like, like I, I said it before. I think like if, if there was if there was a red button on my table that said Israel are no longer in Palestine and Palestinians can be free, I would click the button. But I don't care enough to ever go into London and fucking march. I, the only one I've been is that Hicks and Gillette one. Um, yeah. But I care about stuff enough. Quite the opposite. John, you probably mean that as well, but I, I would never go to one because I kind of feel like no matter what you do, once these pricks in charge make these decisions, it means nothing anyway. I think uh, just adding to that, like you go to these things now, if you're holding a sign that can be taken in the wrong way, yeah. that can be used against you forever. It can be a hate crime, all of these things. You just leave yourself open to... What everyone else thinks about it really See that, is, that, yeah. is that really I don't, worth I don't trade care. Off? I don't care what anyone else thinks about what I care about. That's that's well, me. I don't, yeah, no, I no, honestly you, don't care. You, you might be all right, but if someone has work, no, a lot of people will. I yeah. wouldn't go, I just don't think I could go out there and protest against something I knew something wouldn't happen about. I, yeah, I think Johnny's right there. I always think me, and I know this is it's so. It's the wrong way to think because if every it's one of them things, if everyone thought like that, then nothing would get done. But I just think if there's going to be a protest, yeah, and I go or I don't go, I promise you, me not being there or me being there will not make no difference to the protest. So what is the point of me wasting one of my evenings going and protesting? I know that sounds ridiculous because then if everyone thought like that, there would be no protest and nobody would yeah. do anything. But I, it's not probably that I don't care. Well, I guess I don't care enough as well. Like when I, if I ever flick the news on, or if I look on social media and there's a video of some hospital getting blown to bits, obviously I would rather that hospital didn't get blown to bits. But I will not do that. But I don't won't sleep any differently. Don't care. Doesn't affect my day. Doesn't affect my mood for a second. I just I feel like I just don't care about things that happen in the world enough to ever to ever do anything like that. That's I don't care. Exact, that's my exact thing. And Dave's comment there about caring about something. Obviously, something close to home or anything like that. Then yeah, I would. And obviously. But things that happen in the world, obviously I'll walk at them and think that's awful. Like I'm good that that's happening. But then I get on with my life, really. I and and Supreme, Supreme Being, you're probably right. But I, and what yeah. John said is perfect. But that is what they want. They want people to not be asked. But I just don't care. Like I don't know. I've, I've never really cared. Maybe I, it's a I'm mix of I am also glad that there are people that care. I'm glad that there are people who yeah, care. Definitely. I don't, but I do not care. Like the whole Ukraine thing. 
And it's not just because a taxi driver won't let me in his car in the Ukraine. I just don't care that Russia are invading Ukraine. Could not give a shit. To be fair, Obviously, Palestinians. Go on. If he was on the other foot and stuff was going on by our outside, because they've no one cared. So probably <laughs> we, we should we should do, shouldn't we? But no, everyone's thought... got loads of stuff going on in their life, don't you think? It's hard to. John, it's not that you don't care. You you care. But you oh, powerless. Yeah, I care yeah. about the subject. Powerless. Just, yeah, powerless. That's so the thing, and regardless of whether me or you went out and maybe me or you and 10,000 other people, I still don't think anything changes. But then, made. I think what you're saying there, Dom, is a nice, what you say, you're trying to make a nice spin on it, but I don't like, it's going to sound quite ruthless, right? If you said to me, look how many kids have died in the Ukraine, yeah, been bombed to bits by Russia. Yeah. All you have to do, me personally, is go and stand outside somewhere in London for two two nights, yeah, in the cold, and it, the war will stop. I wouldn't want to do it. I don't care enough to fucking go and be cold for two nights to stop the war. So I, I genuinely don't care enough to do anything about it. I just, I'd rather it didn't happen. If I could, if, if there was a button that stopped it, I would stop it. But I will never, ever go and spend any of my evenings in the cold protesting about things, ever. So, yeah. I think I agree, yeah. It's <laughs> like... So, but um, I think in terms of, in terms of protesting, would just do a filthy protest. <laughs> I mean, I never done it. Is that, is that in prison? Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Where do we stand? Well, they shut their shit up the walls and <laughs> smear themselves in it. I mean, I never walked out against Sunderland because I've never agreed with any of the ticketing protests. Not in terms of not agreed with it. I just don't care again enough. Like the whole one, I went to the whole game. Proud to say, I went to the whole game because I, like I said, like I've said before, I will not let the spirit of Shankly tell me what I should and shouldn't do with my Liverpool tickets. I went to the whole protest, and the pictures make it well worse than it was. There were a lot of Liverpool fans that went to that game, and the Sunderland game when it was apparent that the whole stadium was going to do this, it was going to be a lot more the majority. I saw my ticket for the Sunderland game. I didn't go because I probably wouldn't have walked out, and then I would have looked like a scab. So no, I didn't protest at the Sunderland game, and maybe. I've never done any of the Everton ones either. What Everton ones have you done? Like for the owners and shit. When you did do one last year, and no, not many did. We, year before, I think some people might have walked out last year. <laughs> people stay behind. The <laughs> Max tries to hide the fact that he's a Tory from us all. I think doesn't talk about. We don't talk about politics on here. Yeah, exactly. Jimmy took Jimmy out of him and told me he's a Tory. Found two lives down there, didn't he? Did you see the way they um, tweeted to welcome him back? It was like, he's back with like a f flame emoji, like it was a football. Did you go? Here we go, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. you replied to it, the fucking Romero guy was like, whoa. Who put that? The Twitter account put, here we go. James Cameron, all, not James Cameron. <laughs> is he the pig shagger? Yeah, yeah, David Cameron. Yeah, he is, yeah. Come on, is he the pig shagger, the ex-prime minister of the country? You must know if he was the one that shagged pigs on. No, I'm trying to work it out. Honestly, couldn't give a fuck. Could have been any of them. I'm going to, I'm definitely never, pro uh, no, I'm going to protest vote me and go uh, Greenpeace. Oh, is it Greenpeace or Green Party? Party. Green Greenpeace. Party. Anyway, we're massively off topic here and no one gives a fuck. <laughs> and we'll end it on the fact that Dave says James Cameron would definitely do a better job than fucking David Cameron at anything. So, like, this is the next James, James Cameron is the Avatar director, Titanic director. Is he? Yeah. yeah. 
What do you mean easier? Can't bring knowledge like that for this. What? Wouldn't have known. Yeah, so John doesn't watch films, you know. No, I, I do. I watch a few. I know I've seen them too, luckily. I don't watch many films. What the fuck, man? Why do people not watch films? Films are sick. Next oh, week's I think us, what films have we not watched? I think the last film I watched was Jackass, the new one. <laughs> that was good, though, innit? The sickest part of that, right? And I, <laughs> me and my mate Booth went to the, went to the, do you know what's a little funny story about that, right? So we went to the pictures, yeah. And me and Meg have got um, unlimited cinema cards, right? Yeah. So I booked two tickets and then. Me and my mate Boo was like, oh, we'll front it, we'll front it. Because when this scan, whoever the lead booker is, their picture comes up on the thing. And then if they do click next, the next one comes up. But no one ever clicks next. They just look at the lead booker, look at me stood there, and they let you in. So but we fucked up and put collect tickets instead of e-tickets. <laughs> we got stoned. And then after we got stoned, once you're stoned, you're a shitbag. So anyway, we go to the guy at the fucking, at the front of the, uh, the, the ticket, like to collect our tickets. And we're like, um... So, yeah, we have got two tickets, but I'll be honest, he's got my girlfriend's <laughs> ticket, like, so we'll buy one. And the guy was like, nah, listen, you've got two tickets, don't worry about it, you can have them. I'm not bothered. We're like, oh, yes. I said, well, to be honest, we was just going to try and blag it, but then we ended up having a joint and we shit ourselves. And he went, what, you stoned? And we're like, yeah, yeah. And he went, well, you can't come in then. Like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, you can't you can't come in if you're stoned. And we're like, me and my mate Boo were like, what do you mean we can't come in for stoned? He goes, because we had loads of people here the, the other night and they uh, they were definitely on stuff and they were all causing trouble. We're, like, yeah. <laughs> we're fucking, both of us are the most, when you're stoned, you're the most quiet person ever. I promise you, you're not going to be making noise in the cinema other than laughing, right? But we got, it, we blagged this guy to let us into the cinema, me and Booth go in. It's fully sold out, yeah? To the point where you sat next to strangers left and right here. Every that. single person in the cinema is pissed other than us two are stoned. The whole cinema's pissed. There's people walking up with five pints. We were like the quietest ones in there, right? Yeah. And then, was it... Did you know the bit where it goes? <laughs> Do you, know? you know when... It's the bit in the dark with the snakes. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Yeah. And then Figgy goes, Dave, I found a door. <laughs> and he's like... Is that where all the mouse traps are in the yeah, door? And he goes, oh. he goes, oh, you found a door. How convenient. And it's like, finally... <laughs> Finally, they've realised that, like, the, over the years of being just tricked and terrorised, Dave England finally realised that if you find a fucking unlocked door in the dark, that it's not going to lead to good things, is it? Oh, man. Did, you hear them? Did you hear them when it was over? And he went, no, I'm living here, I'm not moving. Yeah, I'm never moving it because when that other guy walks out the door, fucking football, it's in the head, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, man, Jackass. Is... <laughs> Have you never seen I'm the Jackasses? Have you used to, Matt? Max and John, have you not seen Jackass? No. I've seen, I've seen them when I was a kid. That new film. I thought it was really good. They were good because they they decided they were all too old and fragile to be like yeah. proper jackass. So they just got loads of kids who they just fucking terrorised. And then the ones that are like a big payoff, but they're not really that painful. They all did. They got fucking, them poopies and all them just got fucking absolutely terrorised. And Jackass is a sick man. You need to watch Jackass's Storm though. They're unbelievable. Listen, we don't know Supreme, but we're just we're never going to ask. If we never ask, we'll never know, and it'll make it better for us all. Yeah, That's what we'll do. <laughs> anyway, is this episode three or four? It's four. I don't know now. Oh, Dom just completely fucked it. Nice one, Dom. Fuck the startup. Fuck the set thing. I'll do my edit on Spotify, and we won't even know that conversation existed. <laughs> this stream must be scheduled for... Oh, I can't even change the name of it now. Well done. Right, because it's past. I can change it when it goes a finger. Anyway, this has been episode four of Worth Topic. I've been the worst host of all time, but 
I don't need to host now for another month. So, yeah. Um, everyone, subscribe. Like the videos. Well, how many likes have we got? Let me check the likes compared to how many people have watched it. <laughs> Eight likes is not enough. Can everyone who's here please like the video? Um, and then we'll go through the we'll do the rounds of what you need to sell. So everyone watch my live chats. Done another thousand views in a day because I'm a big fucking deal. Uh, Max, what are you selling? Um, just shout out to my team uh, tonight. The lion, the witch, the papa pooper diop. The Jimmy player. Uh, yeah, my my six aside team. One ten. Say that name so. again. The lion, the witch, and the papa pooper diop. <laughs> Where's the pun there? Because he was known as the wardrobe. Ah, okay. Yeah. Was he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I like it a bit more. No, fair enough. Very stubborn. You got to know your stuff to have it. But uh, yeah, ten-one tonight. I managed to get four goals. So. Did Jimmy play? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Is he good? He was having himself. Yeah. One well. with a left, left foot in it. That's what I've heard. He's got a good left foot. Yeah, left foot that makes dreams come true. Okay, Dom, what are you selling? Very good before you start time. banging on about it before you start slating and before all that shit, I've done probably one of the favorite one of my favorite podcasts I've done. That's just a very good podcast with a good player. Yeah, well, listen, he's a player. He's lived our dream. He's still playing now in America. Brad Smith. We talked about the whole Bournemouth fee, the fee with Solanke, the fee with Ibana. One of the best ones I've done. Down to earth. Agreed with everything. Was honest about everything. And. I'll be honest with you, I weren't expecting it. I was quite expecting it to be quite constructive and quite like one thing to another. But he was, he was just spilt the beans on everything. It was fucking boss. Talked about Rogers, talked about Klopp, what it's like in America. And just he was just dead honest about everything. So give that a listen. And like you said, he's lived our dream. I would love to play one game for Liverpool. I would love to play, be a, imagine being paid any thousands of pounds and being a part, basically <laughs> part-time in it, part-time playing football for thousands of pounds. He loved he loved the fact that the moves that come, the value that he got out of it as well. He mentioned that a lot, and I thought that was good. He was honest. He weren't like hiding the fact that his signing on fee was fucking massive, as well as his wages. He was honest about that. Love if you're not that. an absolute idiot, the money that you make from football, you can just turn into forever money anywhere. Yeah. Go on, Dom. Uh, Dom. John, what are you selling? The boys. Yeah. Shout the out boys. to your family watching. Nah, South Liverpool under 18s, the Flurry had a heavy, heavy County Cup win on Saturday, so well in, boys. Go on, I always like it. I like, I like how Dom, uh, Dom, John just always shouts out his football team. That's and it. one day, I'll, I'll say it every single week, but one day I'll come down and watch him with JJ. Got to. Right, Give anyway. us a picture in the next few weeks, and we'll bring a few tinnies and stand on the line, works. I'm not bringing tinnies to a Sunday morning fucking football. You are. You Saki. are. Saturday morning football game with my one-year-old son. Yeah, fuck JJ. <laughs> <laughs> play, play over the water sometimes. Oh, when yeah. have you played over the water? I'll come. What is oh. going on there? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm on the same fucking Wi-Fi as Aaron. It's not me, you bled. I stayed on. I said John. Same thing, innit? Right, anyway, this <laughs> is just spiralling out of control. Right, Roth, everyone, it's been a pleasure. Don't know if it's been a pleasure for you because I've been such a bad host. I'd say Max probably should be full-time host all the time. Love it. Uh, yeah, someone cool. I used to work with said he has a lovely voice. Right. Goodbye, all. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Hey, on stream. And no.